Welcome to episode 97 of the Zay Coleman Podcast. But today, of course, we'll be having my boy Narayan Lasley on. Y'all know the vibes. Obviously, y'all can check, tap in any moment. Just say what's up with the, to the boys. And, of course, you can definitely check him out on uh, check out our socials. Mostly him on Snapchat and sometimes on Twitter. Y'all know I'm on every social media. Not 24-7, but y'all know the vibes. So, of course, this is actually being edited in. This is Loki Editor, Editor Zay coming in. For the one time, the two times, the three times, and the four times. So just want to sit back, relax, and enjoy the first part of this two-part series that I like to call Chilling With My Dog. <laughs> no, nah, but for seriously, on a serious note, though, like, me and Ryan, we do chill. We have a good time. And, like I said, this is just the introduction to just the first part. Literally, this is just a... We're uploading this as a two-part series because... It it was that long of a recording, but but I can't edit none of it out because honestly, we legitimately had like one of the best times and like just recording, simply recording just as homies. So without further ado, here's the first part of the two part series. I'm just chilling with Naran. But I was I was literally about to like go in on the Trailblazers. <laughs> Facts, bro. Like, legit. Like, I was literally about to go in on the entire, por- like, perfect storm of garbage that went through that organization, bro. Like, legit. They thought that they were going to win a championship with Al Aminu, Mo Harkless, fucking Evan Turner, and Mo- Myers Leonard, bro. Bro, it's crazy. The three players you just named before Myers Leonard are the exact same player. Exactly. They're three and D guys who were. Well, Evan Turner more plays point guard, but like he he I'd say he works. No 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 no. no. Here, here's yeah. the thing. Here's the thing. Evan Turner yeah. might play point guard, but the way that Portland uses him. Oh yeah, he plays definitely. He's definitely a three and D guy. He shoots in the corner for he shoots three corner threes his entire the entire time. That's that's how he was played in Portland. But you know, niggas that you know have half a fucking brain know that Evan like he him and like Tyreek like I'd say he's like Tyreek Evans where like he's plays more like off guard but also plays point he's like basically a combo guard. That's basically what yeah. Hector, but mm-hmm. he's using this nigga as like a stretch four type bullshit. But because, you know everybody in the Portland Trailblazers organization is an idiot. Honestly and it and poor Chauncey Billups He's got a bro, Chauncey Billups. I swear, if they if Chauncey Billups gets fired, it's the it's going to be the that's probably the worst move they'll ever make. This man right now is dealing with Josh Hart being an ISO guy, bro. That's what he's doing right now. Is Josh Hart the ISO nigga with forty four? That's what. (laughs) Like, bro, it's just the funniest part is the fact that Josh Hart was getting done, bro. And you know what's even crazier, bro? The yes. Wizards, bro, I think I the reason why the Wizards were double teaming Josh Hart is because they did not want to get 50 piece two nights in a row. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Yeah, they just got fucking dog 24 hours ago. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, bro, just fucking 50 piece them. I mean, granted, I'm last like, night, I'm, literally the night before, and shit. This that would that's three losses in a row, by the way. 
that they've had. And all three of them, they should have won that fucking game. Uh, okay, okay, let me ask you this. Who's the yeah. worst organization? The Wizards at, with their Bradley Bill situation or the Trailblazers with their Dame situation? Uh, easy, Easily Dame. Or easily Portland with Dame. Because at least with the Wizards, they have tried to win games. They have to – look. Uh, maybe or right, scratch the last like season, basically basically last two seasons. Mm-hmm. They like with with when it was Wall and Beal, they were genuinely trying to build a championship team. They I'm just ran cap. that that because that team they they had a good run. They they did. They were high second round, almost in the conference finals type team. They just happened to fucking run into Isaiah Thomas at the top of his fucking game. That that was. Crazy. Because that was like, like the last good season of IT's career. On it, honestly, it was that was like that was his MVP, his quote unquote MVP season. Like that was that was like legit the last year of Isaiah Thomas. Was that twenty seventeen? The legit mm-hmm. last year. And if it if they had stuck with that team for maybe another season, like the Wizards did, they would have definitely been in the conference finals. They, I think they would have been better. They would have been better than the Celtics, like the Jason Tatum Celtics. In my opinion, in my opinion, I think they would have been better than, than that. That would I, I think they would have too. They would have definitely beat that team. But I think that was the year that John Wall had got hurt, and then they traded like. Was that the year they traded Kelly Uber? I'm trying. To, I'm trying. To, was it or it was the year after they traded? Kelly it was Uber? the year after. Yeah, yeah, it was the year after. So it was like, but still, they had gotten rid of like Otto Porter. I think at that point, like they had they had got rid they had got rid of a few dudes that were like heavy, like hella key to that team. They like Marquise Morris had been gone. Fucking Gortat got old as shit out of nowhere. <laughs> like they that team that they had dismantled that team like really quickly after that. So it, it was unfortunate, but it's like <laughs> Bro, you I, understand. I, I don't see. I. I... I beg to differ on I saying that the Trailblazers not nah, actually not nah, the Trailblazers are worse. Let me stop. Yeah, I'm because like like I said, they have tried nothing with Dame. They that Dame see I'm about to say they they've literally just been sitting in their office waiting for free agents to come for no money to, to come, bro. And it's crazy because it, they'll say yeah, uh, Dame is. Or Dame is like trying to recruit free agents, but it's like, bro, who wants to come to Portland and lose with Dame? Nobody. Don't legit. You can't. You couldn't convince Kevin Durant to say, uh, "I think I think I might try this Portland shit out." This this <laughs> Portland this Portland shit. Like you know, like you like you can't tell like James Harden was like, "Hey yo, bro, hey shit, we could be one of the best scoring backcourts of all time in yeah, Portland." Yeah, in Portland, like. In Neil, like Neil location is definitely a big part to why. Oh yeah, like if not even only if, location, but organization yeah. as well. Exactly, like I said, it's it, per, the perfect storm of how uh, the worst place to possible to live because ain't shit to do there. And also, the team has been god awful for damage. Like I'm about to say, the best Portland team was the Clyde Drexler team, and uh, and even then, that was like the early nineties. Yeah, like once Clyde, honestly, it was once Clyde left, and then it became like the Jermaine O'Neal team and like forty-year-old Scotty Pippen. Oh my the, goodness! You can't like those those teams. Like you can't take those teams serious, 
And then it was like Brandon Roy had his time for like two years, and then he got I was about to say, and then it was Lamarcus Aldridge. And shit, even shit, Lamarcus, Lamarcus tried his fucking best with that team too. About that nigga was smooth twenty five a game, and they was still a first round exit. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm, I'm not gonna lie. If if Brandon Roy and Greg Oden both didn't suffer injuries, we could be talking about a, like this could be like a whole different thing right now. Honestly, we're talking about how they feel in the Greg Oden era after Greg Oden is like Loki, one of the best centers of all time, and where they win a championship because of him. They honestly, they probably fill in the the right before the LeBron era heat. Uh, become together, I feel like that's when they start to win. Yeah, I feel like around like before, like not quite. Well, they, they they probably they probably would have like been twenty eleven. Kind of how kind of how the Nuggets were in like twenty thirteen ish. Yeah, like, I feel like they would have low key taken that Dallas in Dallas's place. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They probably. I'm not gonna lie, they could have got one. They definitely would have got one. They, I, I legit believe if like with no injuries in like every basically every team healthy, I feel like 2011 they definitely would have had their that they would have had their moment for sure. Yeah. And shit, I'm just saying, like, no, they might have took one from Miami. They might have took one. Nah, I don't, I don't think so. They, they might like. I feel, I feel like it would have been like. Oh, a honestly, season. we may never know. Honestly, honest God, like Brandon Roy could just easy, easy average forty in that series and shit. They went, they like Brandon Roy turns into one of the best scorers of all time, and he takes uh fucking T Max by the way. I'm just talking shit. But, like, honestly, it could, it could have been. No, nah, it, it honestly could have happened because Brandon Roy was that dude. He really was, and like I, I was like on, like I said, I was scrolling, just scrolling through Twitter. And he was tweeting like with like no like no bullshit, no politics, no nothing. Who was the the coldest player you ever seen? Straight straight up down the timeline is Brandon Roy, Brandon Roy, Brandon Roy. Yo, Brandon Roy is probably one of the coldest niggas I ever seen. Like Brandon, like legit him and uh Stefan Marbury were the two. No, nah, like Stefan Marbury was that dude, bro. He was he was like low key the king of the hood, bro. No no joke. No nah, like, facts. I'm, I'm not gonna cap. It was Stephon Marbury and like Steve Stevie franchise at one moment, bro. Oh, for sure, bro. Like, like those type of guards, bro. That that was like when M one really like took over the league, bro. Facts, bro. Oh, bro, that ass, bro. It made me feel like a fucking kid again. I still wear M one shorts. I ain't gonna hold you. No, I do I'm too. Like the, nah, that. That's just an era that cannot be forgotten about. It really isn't like yeah you like in the, you know it's cool to wear Nike and shit even like some of the other shit but it's like the N one shit even like nah cause nah cause the last time I went to Virginia bro my fucking uncle was wearing like a Rockaway hoodie and I'm like damn I ain't seen a Rockaway hoodie since like bro I'm not gonna cap I I think I I still be wearing mine I'm I'm like bro I remember back in the day when people when Rockaway started falling off people were like yo why are you wearing Rockaway. No, this shit, nigga. It's like it's just comfortable as fuck to wear. Like that's nah, it really, really is. Like that's like I never like in. I'm gonna, nah, I'm not even gonna get on that like old head type shit. I'm I'm gonna sound dead ass like an old head when I say it. But it's like I never gave a fuck about what a brand was, bro. bro like I was all you, bro. First of all, first of all, you, you can't, bro. Because uh, I I feel the I feel the same way. I I think 
the older you get, the less you start to like care. Honestly, but, but some some people would chase that materialistic type of bro. Did as like, somebody would buy like a thirteen hundred dollar uh, like a shirt or whatever just because that should say Supreme on it. Bro, like, I, they, I promise you, I would never buy a shirt for over over thirty dollars. I feel you. Shit, maybe maybe like fifty or whatever. But even yeah, that, yeah, like, maybe maybe. Man, Depends on honestly what the fuck the shirt is. Like if it's like if it's like a like a like a regular ass t shirt, I'm not I'm not paying more than thirty for it. Like, but I'm if it's like lie, I, I I'm perfectly fine going to Walmart buying a fifteen dollar pack of white tees. I feel you on that shit, bro. Because it's like, hey, first of all, like chances are that shit is gonna be like forty dollars, honestly, because that shit that shit is gonna be cheap. But it's like even then, like I can get. A decent, cause again, niggas like me that don't leave the house type shit, unless it's like either working or fucking even not I like go to the store once a week. Like nigga, mm-hmm. I, I can get I can get there two months out of this out like just out of these pa- uh, fifteen pack. Real talk, because again, back. I can wash that shit and wear that motherfucking two days from now. Like it ain't like it ain't even a thing to me no more. Like I don't know, it. it it ain't, it's it mostly just just be feeling like a kid, bro. Like bro, I'm still. I, I I think what it is is a lot of people are so gravitated towards how people see them on social media. Facts. Like it, it. It's really it's really taking over like the human mind, bro. It's weird, bro. And like, and I mean, like it went from it, and it just hopped and popped on like that, bro. Like it wasn't even like it was like one year. It's like you know, motherfuckers are just chilling and shit, and then the next year it's like, damn, bro, you I'm, see I, 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 bro, I know exactly what happened. COVID, whenever everybody was on quarantine, and and nobody had a choice but, but like, bro, it it be yeah. different, like, because I I be trying to take breaks from social media here and there to like you know focus on basketball, or whatever. Oh yeah, like, you know, go get some money or whatever. But it, it's yeah. different if I can't leave the house and I have nothing. To do, but like, yeah, I, I could read books all day, but I'm what at the time I'm 17. Yeah, there's no way that you're gonna keep me off of social media. That's a fact, bro. And, and, and I'm and I'm locked down. Of course, I'm gonna be on social media most of the time of playing the game or something. Oh yeah, like shit, bro. Like legit. Once like my PS4 died, I was in dead ass just just scrolling through Twitter at two three o'clock in the morning just because like I ain't got shit else to do because like. Yeah, bro. So, so it's like uh, th- quarantine changed a lot of people, bro. Real talk. And uh, hey, now nah, you sp- spitting for real because it's like I've seen literally li- and legit because, again, I'm living in fucking central Florida where it's like, you know, Tampa, Orlando. There's a lot of motherfuckers like that. And you you can literally hear just random conversations down the street, yo. Did you see what did like such and such did on like on IG or posted on IG? Yo, you see this fit that she got on? Yo, this shit kind of crazy. Like legit conversation that you hear, bro. Just it, it, it be, that, bro, that is so crazy, bro. This is like, yeah, like legit. It's like I can't. Like I, why do why why should I care? Why should I care? What, like, exactly, not people, bro. I, yeah. I think I, I I was talking about it the other day. Um as much as people despise Kyrie or they 
you know, decide how, however they feel about Kyrie a certain type of way. Yeah. He 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 said it. He said it best. He said one of the biggest concepts of human struggles is caring about what other people think about you. And honest, that's a and that's a real ass quote too, because it's like real, bro. Because bro, because it's like, why would you waste your time, energy, and stress caring about what somebody that has that has nothing to do with your life cares about you? And that's for and again, that's so real because like like you said, it's even just to pick a piggyback off of it, like. If like realistically, if you have like you got twenty four hours in a day, chances are you spend an eight of it sleep, eight to ten of it at work, three, four of it, you know, just flying in between all of that like shit. So you re- realistically have six hours in your day of genuine free time. You're spending more time in your in your free time looking at what other people are doing in their life compared more than you are doing in your actual everyday life. Like in your in yeah, your like bro, I, I know some people that like, because uh, Apple has this feature where it has like screen time or whatever. Yeah, I, I try to keep mine under like four hours a day. I, because I, really? I don't need to be on my phone that much. Honestly, unless I'm texting somebody. I know people that are on their phone like whenever they're not sleeping, they're on their phone. <laughs> and I, I can't literally unless I'm texting somebody back. Even then. I'll try to unless I'm texting somebody back or I'm talking about basketball, I cannot be on my phone. Honestly, because it's like the some of the the crazy toxic shit that I'll see on my phone. Like, like I'll post some like random shit on my on my snap story. Like, you you know, every now and then I'm definitely gonna post a little, yeah, a little something. Because like, bro, we're we're still young. Exactly. Like, say we still teenage. Well, like you you, I'm pretty sure you hit twenty at this point. Or you nineteen, bro? I turned twenty in August. All right, so yeah, yeah, we were sorry. So we both nineteen. We still teenagers at the end of the day. So like, realistically, we going, we gonna be on our phone a decent amount. But it's like, we it, not to the point where it's an obsession. To be yeah, but like I, I know people that are on their phone like nineteen hours a day. And I can't, I can't, I, I nineteen legit. out, bro. There's twenty four hours in a day. That means you spend five hours of your day, like. To- Sleep, work, sleep, pretty much. Basically, basically is sleep. Yeah, it, like, and again, I probably and even talking about like just screen time on the phone. I'm probably on YouTube more than I am like actually texting somebody back. No, I'm definitely on YouTube more than I am on social media watching something. Exactly, bro. Like, bro I'm not gonna lie. I, I'm one of those people that I love YouTube. I do, bro. And I just like I'm legit. I will go like. Just on a tangent, like not even, but just like binge watching, like through the wire episode, like Bro, legit. I, oh my goodness, I was literally watching them the other day. I, uh, what's it called? I was watching them talk about um, what was it? The best duos. Yes, I damn I, that that episode is still sitting in my save in my in my watch later. But like I was legit three episodes. I was like, cause again, cause they only do two episodes a week. A week. So I'm like, I'm watching like the. Um, the all the all star episode, like the one after the all star break, and then it was one more that I was watching, but I forgot what the fuck it was. But it, like I put the the um the duos, I had literally put that one in my save later, was well, in my watch later. But it's like, damn, I'm I'm honestly God, like it's probably I'm it's probably gonna be the episode that I sleep to when I like legit. Literally, but, bro, like if I'm on my phone, I'm probably 
because I don't be on social media like that. I, I definitely don't be on. Bro, I, I literally deactivated both of my Instagram accounts. Yeah. Like, bro, people, a girl texted me. She was like, why'd you block me? I was like, yeah, I just don't have an Instagram anymore. Just trying to stay <laughs> off of it. Uh, did whatever I had to do with that. Um, mm-hmm. I, I only only time I spent on Twitter is either like for like basketball purposes, like you know yeah. trying to get recruited, or because that's where a lot of college coaches are Twitter, or Facts. just you know just talking to like the basketball community. Like I, I love conversating with people. Word, it, it's, it's like been... especially about something that we we all are passionate about, which is basketball. Just just talking yeah. about basketball, you can talk about it forever. Honestly, like I said, we should we damn near been almost two and a half hours at this point just discussing, yeah, just talk about in life a little bit. Like I said, it's been mostly just mostly basketball, honestly. But it's like, nah, but 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 it's like basketball can also transition into other conversations so smoothly. Facts, and because shit, of because like, of how often we talk about it, it's it really is. And damn, like because again. We've known it. Shit, how long? We it's been what six years at this point. Yeah, yeah. Just about like it's been six years, and it's like, and honestly, it it doesn't get old, bro. Because it's like I, I'm about it, to say, it, it, there's never really a dull moment. Honestly, and again, and we have honestly got basketball to think about it. Shit, I was talking about it on the episode last night. We was talk, like, I was talking, like the first time like we actually met each other. Was just us talking a random conversation about basketball. I'm about to say, I think, uh, I think you were wearing like a Michigan hoodie or something. I, like I re- maybe, I maybe. Because I, 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 I remember, I remember, I asked you about your hoodie, and then we just started talking about like our favorite teams, and then we just, uh, yeah. then I, I, I was like, yo, like there's this dude in my English class that folks with basketball as, as much as I do, like where, and I was, I remember vividly. Like I, shit, it was it was early in the year. I remember that because like we it was oh because it was it was right after the Cavs won the championship, but it was like the the the, the school year. Oh yes, and, I, and like and at that time, I, I'm you was like heavy. Tyrese to school. I remember you was heavy on the LeBron shit. I was I was tro- I remember I was trolling your ass because like I was saying like oh LeBron ain't man LeBron ain't that good. And you remember you got mad as hell about it. And I was like, damn, nigga, I was, I was, I was just playing when I said that shit. And like, <laughs> basically, we were laughing that shit off. And like, that's that's basically how we built like a like a that big of a friendship that just off of just 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 on like just on some basketball, where I just like that. So and that that's like the point I'm trying to test to. Like, usually when whenever I'm spending my time on my phone, it's Pretty much ninety five percent of it is like basketball. Real talk, like honestly, legit on Twitter. Like you know, I do my shit on Twitter. I I literally tweet the podcast and then like just scroll down NBA Twitter just to see what the fuck is going on. I'm about to so say because my Twitter is NBA Twitter. Honestly, it's either like NBA Twitter, sometimes it's wrestling Twitter. Like I I'll go on wrestling Twitter just just to see what the fuck going on because like I still I yeah, no, I still follow it. But, like I don't really care, but it's like. It's the same same situation. Like, eight, like I'd say probably seventy percent of my day is basketball Twitter because yeah. chances are it's either somebody saying some wild ass shit or somebody went off and everybody's fucking talking about it. Or and then it's just the motherfuckers the like L Bozo ratio them. Oh, no, just, goodness, 
God, <laughs> that's but that's every that, that, that's when that's when I have to start getting off of Twitter and you know. But then, yeah, like even, the, even like being on TikTok, I'm, I'm watching basketball on TikTok. I feel you on that too, because like, bro, all right, I call myself in a like in a, a foxhole basically, whereas like I was legit just just six. It, I was watching a video of of Tex Winter. I don't, you you probably you heard the name before, but like the nigga that invented the triangle offense, legit a two hour video of how like every single possible way to run the triangle offense. And it was like, he was using like Jordan and Pippen as an example, but it's like, it's legit. I could just fall into like videos like that and honestly just be as invested. Just the most random shit ever. But I'm not facts though. Or even like, fuck, I don't even remember what I was watching. Like, I again, I will forget a lot because I watch so much fucking basketball YouTube videos. It's insane. But it's like I was just watching like a, a highlight tape from like not even a highlight tape. It was like a like a basically like a compilation of like high school tapes. But it's not it was it's not like we watching like Sierra Canyon or some shit. It's like some school in like Minnesota or whatever. And it's literally just this a highlight tape of just watching like high schoolers in Minnesota just hooping. It's like I will That's fall into it, bro. Like I, I can if if it's basketball, like regardless of the level, I could just I could watch it. Facts for like, hours. Which is honestly how I fell in love with the G League because it's like even bro, like niggas G League like, is so under like people don't talk about it enough, bro. Facts, and it's honestly, it's a good, it's a good experience. Like even if, like even if you like don't know any of the players, like it's just, it's a good, it's an easy sit through, and it's not like you involve ten thousand other fucking people in there. Like it's again, you go to like shit. I live like probably thirty minutes away from Lakeland, where they have a G League team. Mm-hmm. I, you can probably go into a game and it'd be like three hundred people in, in in the arena. But I promise you, it's legit a fun experience. Because again, the like the but game I'm not is, gonna lie, watching a G League game is pretty similar to watching an NBA game. Exactly, exactly. You just don't have the you know LeBron trade rumors twenty four seven. Like it's not quote unquote as exciting. But honestly, you I can enjoy a a like a game the same way I can enjoy like an NBA playoff game. Like it. It's honest to me. It's the same experience. It's it, just it is, bro. You know, niggas that's known more or something. Bro, because there's players in the G League that are just as talented and just as skilled as players in the NBA, just as athletic. Exactly. Honestly, more athletic because you can just see niggas that's jumping out the goddamn. How about gym, bro, bro, I forgot what's the dude that was on the Knicks that was blocking all them shots. I forgot his name. Fucking uh, was it? Shit, was it Jericho Sims? Maybe nah, not. Not him. It, it it was like some very long athlete, bro. Like crazy. Oh my gosh, what's his name? Shit, no, that's that that shit pisses me off now because I I should know what the fuck this bro, is. Bro, oh my god, what was his name, bro? <laughs> Yo, I, I gotta okay. find this dude. It's gonna like. I'm all right. I'm gonna say I'm looking this shit up too myself because there's no fucking way I can't remember this. Like he was catching bodies. 
But shit, even then, I was just watching like fucking Justin, like literally Justin Anderson highlight tape from uh, this season. This nigga averages thirty, bro. Like, I about to say, Justin Anderson, he's tough. He is, bro. And it's, I feel like we had this, like, not we, but like, this is an NBA thing. We had the same conversation every fucking year. It was like, how the hell is Justin Anderson right now? Wait, was it? Was it? No, I don't even think it was Dewan Hernandez. It might. It actually might have been Dewan. Who's number forty-one? G League team. That might have been Dewan Hernandez. No, forty-one, forty-one. I remember seeing him like a couple years ago, and I'm like, "Yo, like this dude is insane." Oh, a couple years ago. Okay, that makes a lot more shit. Now, nah, now nah, nah, I definitely gotta fucking remember because it's like that was like the peak of me watching G League games. Because like, uh, like right before COVID. Literally, what's his name? <laughs> Scalabissier. That's funny. I ain't heard that name. <laughs> Bro, Nask. Shit, he was one of the like Kentucky niggas. It's like you. Was not gonna be shit. Oh. <laughs> he, he was he was a shit because he went to Kentucky. That's about what it. That's about uh, it. I, I was already knowing in that. Kenny Woodland is a name too. That's bro. the that's the dude. Yeah. Okay. That's I was trying to be like fuck. It was because uh, yeah, I, I I was like yo what because I I remember watching him and I'm like yo like this dude is like crazy. He got a contract with the Knicks too, but it's like. At that point, like the Knicks was just trying out everybody, and like none of the niggas stuck. Like shit, they had uh, Kadeem Allen too. I'm pretty sure. Like, bro, like, when, the- I, when I used to watch Kenny Wooten highlights, I was like, yo, how is he not in the league? I said, all right. Honestly, like, I get why dudes aren't in the like. I I get why the the stigma of oh, well, the NBA is quote unquote bigger competition, but it's like. Niggas like Taj Gibson is getting minutes out here, bro. In Josh Hart just had Josh Hart just had forty four points. Exactly. You're you mean to tell me like you couldn't play in an NBA game, bro? Exactly. You can't tell me like like honestly, Kenny Wooten can take like legitimately just get those Taj Gibson minutes right the fuck now, and it'd be the same, either the same or even better. But probably a lot more production, bro. Not gonna lie. But here's the difference. Kenny Wooten isn't 40. <laughs> Kenny Wooten can actually stand up straight. On he's 23. Exactly. He's tw- 23 years old, bro. That's fine. He hasn't even hit his prime yet. Mance has barely graduated college. He, like, legit, this will be his college year. Yeah, this will be his senior year. Legit, this would be, like, legit be the end of his college, his college career. But... Shit, yo, this t- I forgot how stacked this team was actually. I ain't gonna lie. Now that I'm looking up the 2019 Knicks, I forgot fucking Kadeem Allen, Iggy Bristakis. Nah, 2019 Knicks G League roster was OD. Lamar Peters, yo, and shit, Andrew Andrew White, look, he was one of the best shooters I ever fucking seen, bro. That bro nigga, I'm telling you, bro. <laughs> people don't realize how good you have to be to even play in the G League, bro. Facts, because even, even then, like, it, it's niggas who was right there at the NBA level just doesn't have – they just don't have enough spots. Like, think of, like, 
Honestly, like, again, like I, I'm not gonna lie, you could probably, you could probably, if there was an expansion team, yeah, you could probably put some players on it in the G League, and they, you know, probably be better than a lot of people in the NBA. Real talk, and it's not, and honestly, it's a lot more of a of discipline too. Like this yeah. dudes have like, like, I, like I would say humble to even just have a roster spot. It's like. You, it's not like you having like a uh, Isaiah Thomas who's like basically was begging niggas to sign his ass <laughs> for a year. <laughs> it's like legit. Like all right, so like niggas like uh, Hassani grab it. Like that nigga, he was hooping his ass off in Orlando, but like he basically turned into a meme. This mm-hmm. nigga, that that shit pissed me off too. But we like that's a whole nother conversation. A whole nother. Oh my goodness. This nigga, bro. Legit was hoping for a whole year, basically. Basically, the entire season was hoping, but you never heard a word from him, bro. And even when he got to Orlando, it's not like he was like he was all of a sudden like the he thought he was top shit. No, that nigga he got his minutes when he could, and he honestly he and he honestly played like he basically he played. Nigga, did you just burp? Nah, I just took a little sip out of something. Oh, I thought you was burping, nigga. I was just like, damn, nigga, I gotta edit that shit out. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, like, it's like, shit. You see what the, like, we done went through an entire hole just looking at G League, just talking about the G League, bro. And like, bro, it's seamless. You, I, you, I, bro, I could talk about the G League for hours, bro. Honestly, same, bro. Cause it's like, honestly, shit. I for damn near three years at this at this point, I had been just getting pictures with just G League niggas, bro. Like, and I'm cool. I was cool with that shit too. I'm posting this shit, like this shit on Instagram and whatnot. Like, shit, that shit might probably still sitting on my Instagram, honestly. But I'm about to say, like, bro, people three, people think the G League is like sweet, bro. They be like, oh yeah, send them to the G League. I'm like, yo, that's like I said, that's a good that, but, but it's 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 dudes in the G League that come in the NBA and get buckets. Word like shit, half, people won't even realize like half the G League or half the NBA right now is niggas that came from the G League or oh, niggas that at least played in the G League. I'm about to say there's there's at least twenty five percent of players in the NBA that played in the G League once. Shit, I'd even say that number is like fifty if you think like between niggas that got call ups, niggas that like went there for nah, injuries. Facts, facts though. Like there, you can honestly, it's closer to fifty. At the, I'm like, I'm legit like look it up right now because like, I don't want to be wrong. I'm about to, but, I'm about to look it up too. Cause I, I it has to, it's cause it was like around like twenty like fourteen or or twenty like sixteen. It was like but, nah, especially with nah, especially with like COVID now. Oh yeah, yeah niggas is getting called crazy right now. Niggas is getting fucking thirty minutes a game and shit and like alright, NBA players, yeah. Like, but it's like. Niggas literally, niggas is just getting call call ups out of out of nowhere, and it's like not even out of nowhere because obviously nowhere it came from, but it's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like niggas was just calling up, getting call ups, and like two hours later was starting on playoff teams right at that point because like niggas like gave gave this like full ass contract right now with the Heat because of like COVID and injuries and all of that, and he was hoping for them too. Oh my goodness, yo, there's a lot. Like I said, it's damn near fifty at this point. 
like like fifty percent. I'm pretty sure. I'm like again. I don't know why it took me so damn long to take it. So probably because I can have see but bro, I'm looking at this list and it's bro. If it's forty five percent of NBA rosters at the start of the season had G League experience. Yeah, and I, like a lot of these players, like I, I know for sure, have been in the league. Dayron yeah. Sharp, Greg Brown, Walt Lemon Jr. Oh my goodness, bro! That Jim when they Johnson. said that man, they said that man was D Rose Jr. Bro, I, bro, yo, you can't lie though. Walt Lemon was cold. He was, and he honestly still is. That boy, he he hooping with the right now. But it's nah, like definitely. But it's like I can't for the life of me shape how. And I, I again, it's probably mostly mostly had to do with the fact that like. He sort of is one dimensional, which, like, you can kind of see why they call him D Rose is because he's he's just put his head down to slash to the basket, and niggas not he's just not consistent enough to do all of that for thirty minutes a game. Uh, But honestly, you would just give him quick spot minutes, honestly, and he can work with that. About to say. Damn, he was averaging 30 minutes a game in 2018 in Chicago? Chicago. Yeah, with Chicago. Uh, nah, that's the Jakar Samson team. I remember that vividly. When Jakar Samson, bro, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> nah, those Bulls teams is hilarious, bro. It was like Walt Lennon Jr., Zach Levine, Denzel Valentine, Jakar Samson was running right, And it's so crazy because, like, I, I remember there was an executive – in the Bulls front office, questioning why the Bulls couldn't make it to the playoffs, and I'm like, "Are you serious? <laughs> you was running legit lineups with Jakar Sampson at center, and wonder why you couldn't make the playoffs? While Detroit, Detroit was somehow better than y'all. Come on now, bro. And, and, and they were like, bro, because I, I remember I was reading the article. They were blaming Zach Levine. Man, I and, was like, dog. There is no way. And they kept jobs for after that, bro. They bro, were and, and, bro, and then oh my god, I remember the the years with Cristiano Felicio. Oh, how did he stay in the league for that long? Robin Lopez, bro, bro, dude. <laughs> bro uh, legit. Paul Zip, bro. Paul Zipser went crazy, bro. bro oh my yeah. goodness. I haven't heard that name in a minute. Ryan Archidiacono. Ryan Archidiacono, bro. Bro, and that's what it was. That's what was making me mad because it was was like there was people in the front office. Like how people think of Alice Caruso now is how Bulls front office managers thought of Ryan Archidiacono then. Bro, um, Antonio Blakeney, bro. Bro, Oh, my gosh. Dude, I thought Antonio Blakeney. (laughs) Like the way the way, bro. I'm telling you, being a Bulls fan, it was tough. Oh yeah, bro. All right, yo. Just reading this roster is low key depressing. Uh, <laughs> K. Felder, Cristiano. Oh Felicia. my gosh, bro. K. Felder. We we yo. all thought K. Felder was gonna be the next Isaiah Thomas. Facts. Things like, oh, he was the last pick of the draft, and he had the the he's left handed and he's five foot nine. Nah, that like, nah, he was the last pick for a reason. <laughs> yeah, like, he, he played no minutes in Cleveland, no minutes in Chicago, no minutes in Detroit. 
He didn't do anything, bro. Like he, there was a reason that why he was Isaiah Thomas without the work ethic. Yeah, bro. Justin Holiday, uh, oh Nikola Miritich. Like, like Nikola Miritich, he was hooping, but like, come on now. Nah, that, <laughs> that, 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 bro. I remember. Oh wait, that. this was the year that uh, Miritich and Bobby Portis got into a fight. I remember that. Oh my I, gosh, bro. And then y'all traded Bobby Portis and he started hooping. That that's gonna be hilarious. Cameron Paint. Oh my god. Cameron t- the tank master. Y'all are right, y'all. Bro, that team, bro, that Bulls team was so bad. Bro, Quincy Pondexter. Bro, I remember at some bro, nah, I think you got that that's when bro, I'm looking at this 2018, 2019 Bulls team, bro. Yeah. I think was this the first or second year they had Zach Levine? That was the second year. No. Which it was 2018. Was that the, no, 2018 was the year he had the ACL tear and he only came back for like 10 games. Yeah, this is so the first 20, year they had Zach Levine. Yeah. Bro, I'm looking at this team, bro. Oh my gosh. This team Shaq is Harrison. Shaq Harrison's hilarious, bro. Yo. <laughs> bro, dog, Jabari Parker. Our our, our dude. Jabari Parker. They had Jabari Parker. Yeah, they literally had a team full of bust. Legit, Otto Porter, fucking uh, Tyler, not Tyler, it was uh, Chandler Parsons or Chandler Hutchinson. Jesus, yeah, Chris Dunn was up there, of course. Um, Where's the legit? Yeah, oh, bro, Tyler Eulis was hilarious too. This is like they tried to build that whole Kentucky team from uh, 2015. They really did. (laughs) When uh in Phoenix, they tried to build the whole Kentucky team. It was like Tyler Eulis. They had Devin Booker. They had signed uh Scott. They had gotten Scalabusier. Like they had legit tried to build that entire Kentucky team. Bro, the, nah, bro. The the Bulls front office is like one of the worst ever. Yo, like right? I, I honestly, I honestly think the Bulls got lucky this this offseason. They did. They because they, honestly... they they didn't really make any trades. They didn't like the Vucevic trade was the only thing they made. And even that they did that in the season, and they gave honestly, I thought they gave up too much for him. But hey, I'm you know I don't run the front office. I'm about to so. say I I, th- I think the I think in my personal opinion, the Bulls would probably be better off now with Wendell Carter rather than Vucevic. Because realistically, they make they do the same. Oh, Vit, like obviously Wendell's the way better defender. It's like honestly. They can just do the same. Like Vucevic, all he does is really uh, pick and pop threes at this point. I'm about to say, but now Wendell Carter can shoot. Exactly, Wendell Carter can shoot threes now, which was the whole reason why they wanted to trade Larry Marketing and keep Wendell Carter. But you ended up getting rid of both of them. You know, that's I don't. Well, I don't even know what the, what that organization was thinking at that point. Well, like. Yeah, Honestly, let, let's trade a young big man for uh, an older one who doesn't play like, defense. And honestly, honestly, and when he got to Chicago, it's not like he put up the same numbers. Like he was putting up those numbers in Orlando because he was playing with nobody else. But like yeah. when he got to play with him, you could see his value. That wasn't really he wasn't really his value. Like being honest, I'm not gonna cap that Vucevic trade. Kind of disappointed me. It really did. It because pe- when people saw that they traded for Vucevic, they was like, 
dang, they might make the playoffs this year. Or they say in last year that they dang, they might make the playoffs this year or at least the play Second in. half of the season, the Bulls already have a negative record. Vucevic is not going to make them any better, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> they, and, that, and he definitely did not make them better. Yeah, I was like, about to say, it, it showed. Exactly. Like, legit. At, well, they were like, honestly. As a, as a Zach, bro, I'm not going to lie. As a Zach Levine fan, that, like, Usually, I get excited when, uh, like teams give better players like to play with. I Word. did not have any type of excitement or any type of like hope when whenever we traded away Wendell Carter. Honestly, because it's it's a situation where it's like similar to the Tyrese thing we talked about earlier. It was like you gave up a young big man that's already proven that he can hold more than hold his own at the five. Like, granted, he's playing the four right now because, like, they don't really have any other options. Mm-hmm. But, like, him at the five, he can more than hold his own. He's a solid a solid enough rim protector, can play – he honestly can guard in the pick and roll, and is a good enough shooter to where, like, he can space the four, floor for his right. for being the marker. So, like, what does he do that – like that, what does uh, Vucevic? Well, what does he do that they're expecting Vucevic or to do better? Yeah, which I, I still don't understand. Cause, cause and, really, really, when Wendell Carter added this jump shot, he basically became Vucevic for better defense. Exactly, a better Vucevic. Which and guess what? You're paying him fifteen million dollars less. That's that's what you're really getting out of it. Is that you're like Vucevic? And that's what really hurts because that that's why they can't pay Zach Levine because they're they're capped out of uh, like crazy because you're still paying like you're paying uh, DJ uh, DJJ the money he's owed from Miami. You still pay. They gave Caruso thirty eight mil. They gave Lonzo eighty mil. Exactly. Demar Derozan got a hundred mil or got eighty million. Vucevic still got eighty million left on his deal. Like, you can't pay – like, legit, you can't pay Zach Levine right now because of – and when you can't pay Zach Levine, you're completely messed up now. I'm about to say, and I don't think Zach Levine's taking any pay cuts. <laughs> oh, no. He more than deserves a max contract right now. More than, more than deserves. Honestly, break the rule to for how much he's done in Chicago. You break the cap. You break the, his cap hit right at that point. He's going to make – he should make more than the maximum, honestly. I, because I, I've been saying this, bro. I, I don't know why, but I think I, I think I was one of the only – could have been for years, bro. And, like, people people just I mean, never – I remember people never really believed me. I was like, yo, watch. Like, Zach Levine going to be tough. They, they, they was like, yeah, bro. He, like, he – like, yeah, he's all right. He's like, he's just a dunker. And, but the thing was, I was saying this when he was averaging like 15 points for Chicago. I feel you on that. Like, and even even when he was in Minnesota, I feel like he was just a product of that system. Where it's like in Minnesota, it was basically the Andrew Wiggins show. Let's no, be honest. But, no, but in, they, in Minnesota, I even knew. Cause it, like, they, yeah. I mean, Honestly, he was averaging 19 points a game as a third option. The third as a third option for the longest time that they were them and the Warriors are like the only two teams that had three dudes that was hooping like three dudes that legit had that was putting up numbers and yes. nobody and that's just, and the sad part is nobody really cared about Minnesota because it's like they tried they tried their best to make it the Andrew Wiggins show as much as possible 
Like, they was like, Wiggins is going to be that next guy. And see, it, shoot, Wiggins is averaging 25, but on a, like, 17-win team. And okay, shooting 30 the floor. Exactly. And they, they thought Chris Dunn was going to be the one that made the team better. And, yeah. Then that's when they shipped off everybody for Jimmy Butler. Mm-hmm. I, I, to this day, I still think they trade. They should have traded Andrew Wiggins instead of Zach Levine, but that's just me. And then they ended, ended up trading Wiggins anyway. So, and for – I mean, granted, I think they honestly won that trade out, to be honest. That, the D-Lo for Wiggins trade, I think they won out that Minnesota yeah, trade. I mean, I don't know. Because, like, Wiggins is playing decent for the Warriors, but it's like D-Lo no, is actually – He's just playing good, like, defensively. He's playing good. But d also having one of the best seasons, if yeah. not the best season of his career. I'd say, besides the All Star year, I'd say this is the best year in his career. Facts. I think this because and and he's doing it on a winning team, a team that's actually winning games and is competing. Like that's all we really wanted from him, and he's playing how we thought he should have played six years ago. Honestly, is him being more playmaker than he, occasional shot creator, but definitely more of a playmaker for Anthony Edwards and and Cat. And it's like, it's not, it's like, why couldn't the Lakers have, have used him like this? Lakers why don't know how to use anybody. They're, they were isolating Andre Drummond. Come on now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this, this is probably the last thing I'm going to say about the Lakers because it's going to, it's going to make me mad. Yeah. I remember, um, this is not even a really this season. <laughs> Dwight, they they had Dwight in the post, and uh, I forgot who was guarding him. I remember this so vividly. Dwight caught the ball on the on the lower left block, and literally everybody moved out the way. Now I was like, "Yo, there's no way." <laughs> in 2022, in 2022, they tried to ISO Dwight Howard on the block, bro. They gave this man the ball, and he literally could not get like, bro. Dwight, Dwight Howard has never been an ISO player. Dwight Howard, exactly. Dwight Howard, at, at, in his absolute peak, was an alley-oop guy. Like, he was just going to catch alley he's, he's not a guy that you're going to Yeah, he's he not a guy him. that you can give the – bro. He's not a team alive one in the post. Like, bro. <laughs> the most Honestly, you could do is probably, like, a drop step. And into a like, like two That's, dribble drop step, bang out. That's half his points, right? That's half his career points right now. Is literally drop step into a into a baby hook. That's been his entire career in Orlando in Houston. He's never had a bag, never. And then now at thirty six or whatever in LA, he all of a sudden is supposed to be like this this all time great post threat. Like, come on, bro. Be real with yourself. That's when I kind of like picked up, like yeah. The Lakers are a joke. <laughs> Shoot. Hey, honestly, one of the greatest calls in this podcast history, legit in August, saying that the Russell Westbrook trade was a scam. I would I I feel so proud of myself. Not no. I mean, like we've seen that shit coming a mile away, but it's like No, nah, we did. I feel low-key proud of myself that like the for the, like, the first major call in this podcast was saying that, that Russell Westbrook trade was an absolute Cause like realistically, I'm not, I'm not gonna cap. I, I never believed in it because 
first of all, Westbrook needs the ball to be effective. Like not in the people, people, people are like people are like, okay, but Kyrie and KD need the ball to be effective. I'm like, nah, it's different. Well, first of all, them dudes can shoot 40 plus. They can percent. shoot. Russell Westbrook <laughs> needs bro. The thing is, Russell Westbrook needs the ball all the time to be effective. Exactly. Kyrie is low is one of the more underrated off the ball guys in the league, right? Because like I said, very he underrated. Could Kyrie could definitely spot up. Exactly. Honestly. And it, it worked when he was in Cleveland. It'll work so somewhat. When he was in Boston, even though he like honestly, off the court issues is what killed Boston. But realistically on the court, they were one of the better teams in the league at that point. They worked seamlessly as a team. And then mm-hmm. honestly, it's worked right now in Brooklyn. With him and Katie on the floor, it absolutely worked. I don't understand how this the the Russell Westbrook because to defend Russell Westbrook, we got to say they just blatantly lie and say that Russell Westbrook or that Kyrie Irving can't do play off the ball. That's but that's the just crazy that part is it's because Russell Westbrook he just doesn't work hard. There's not an excuse for you not to have a jump shot in the NBA now. Even even just a, a pull up midi, you see ninety percent of his pull up midis are like bricks, like not even not even just brick. It's like backboard straight. Bro, no, people, people were like, "Yeah, he was doing the same thing in OKC," but it's like, no, nah, I never see. I I've seen him miss a lot of shots at OKC, but like oh, yeah. just hitting like like the the backboard, just pure backboard. <laughs> that's a that was definitely a Lakers Russell Westbrook thing. Cause shoot, even in Washington, How about the same? Bro, and the crazy it. thing is, he was still averaging twenty two, eleven, and eleven in Washington. And then yeah. the month of January in Washington, he was averaging third or like twenty seven. Exactly, he turned into Thunder Russell Westbrook in the second half of the season. I don't understand, like, like what happened? Oh, we know what happened, like legit. Legit is. I still don't understand how the Lakers. Nah, I, bro, I don't, bro. To be honest, I really don't even know what happened because if you watch the Lakers games, mm-hmm. Russell Westbrook is consistently missing layups. Honestly, like and wide it's, open layups. Legit, and it's. I don't even. It, it's like, honestly, honestly, if Russell Westbrook made his layups, bro, he'd be better. He because he bro, can just sit under the basket. Bro, he he might be considered as an all star if he made his layups. That's it. That's the, the sad part is you are honestly right. Like legit, a, a couple made layups a game can get him the twenty plus points a game. And honestly, just bro, oh, from I, that point, he's looking at twenty four seven and seven. You telling me that, that's 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 not. That's not maybe all star numbers, bro. Like that would have probably they probably would have gave him that spot over like uh, I don't even say Devin Booker. Probably like they would have. I think he would have been considered further than Dejounte Murray for sure. You said Dejounte Murray. Yeah, I think he would have been considered. Bro, further, I was just about further to say the same thing. Probably because Dejounte Murray is not in a, a high market place. He's not. Like set, I feel like Dejounte Murray and almost any other team would be definitely an All Star point guard easily. Because, but because he's playing in San Antonio, where like the the most like honestly, Greg Popovich's win last yesterday was like the most talked the, the talked about they've been all season. All I feel like season, bro. 
all season. And and they have literally Greg Popovich is the Spurs. That's that's a fact. It's like I can't the you can't even shake the fact that it's like once he leaves that team, they become they're gonna become irrelevant. No matter how many times how many games they win, they're gonna be irrelevant. Facts. Like Kel, like Kelvin Johnson's never gonna get any, you know, any love because like he's not being coached by Popovich. He's being coached by like Jim. I'm I mean, I'm not even gonna say Jim Boylan. I almost I legit almost said Jim Boylan. God, I swear to God, if he if Jim he Boylan is probably the worst coach I've ever. If he I've ever ever been through the NBA, it, honestly, he if he ever gets a coaching job again, I might not watch basketball. Bro, I deserve a job over Jimbo. Bro, I remember there was games with oh my, bro, this is like giving me PTSD. <laughs> bro, there was literally games I would watch as a as a Bulls fan, bro. Zach Levine would have forty. The Bulls would be down with like four points with like two minutes left. Zach Levine would be out of the game. <laughs> and I'm sitting here watching Zach Levine like, like screaming like, why am I on the bench? And the Bulls will end up losing the game. Honestly, it it it. it and then you put Zach Levine back in with like forty five seconds left. The Bulls already down ten points. <laughs> there is a reason why he's not anywhere near coaching job. Like, if I legit look up Jim Boylan right now, I guarantee you, not shit is going to come up because ne- nobody's looking for him, even as an assistant. Nobody's looking for Jim. Nobody Boyle. wants Jim Boylan on their staff. Legitimately, and again, like you know, we like we watched the Kenny Rants. Like the like those those was like literally. I literally look up Jim Boylan. The like the fifth search is Jim Boylan worst coach ever. Legit, not even not even as a joke. There's like Jim Boylan net worth, Jim Boylan coaching record, Jim Boylan Reddit. Then it's Jim Boylan worst coach ever. Oh my gosh, he's all right. So yeah, it literally just says professional basketball coach. Like he's not, he's not like nowhere near job. Where's Jim Boylan now? Wait, thirty nine, eighty four losses. <laughs> Let me right, so thirty nine wins in eighty four losses. That's like all right. So if you think about it, that's about it's that's about a year and a half. So in a year and a half, he got thirty nine wins between two seasons. <laughs> oh my gosh! Like it says, apparently he will coach the U.S. Men's World Cup qualifying team in twenty twenty three, or the FIBA World Cup in twenty. How did they let him coach? <laughs> Who was like, yeah, let's give this opportunity to Jim Boylan. That's yeah, bro. Like okay. any other coach, I would have been fine. But Jim, I wouldn't have really cared, honestly, if it was any other right. coach. I, I legit Jim think Jim Boylan is I think every every one of his 39 wins is because of Zach. It is because Zach Levine had like 11 threes in the game. That's basically why. Jim Boyle finds his way to Team USA. Like, literally, I think if. Without Zach Levine. Okay. Let's. Okay. They win 20. All right. Here's a hypothetical. 
Yeah. So let's give the Portland Trailblazers without Dame in their current state right now. You you can even give them Anthony Simons. Let's give them Jim Boylan. Yeah. How many games did they win in out of an 82-game season? I'm giving them 15 because Anthony Simons is probably going to average 25. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm giving them at most, at most 10 games. I'm telling like, I'll say 15 just because it's like, It'll be a situation where, like, the Warriors rest Curry and Clay on the second half of back-to-back type shit. I feel like Anthony Simons might, like, go crazy. Or nah, Jim Bowling is still getting out coached. <laughs> I promise you. <laughs> if you I'm, watch yeah. Chicago, oh, I know. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. And, and it was crazy because Jim Boylan – Jim Boylan would play Ryan Archie Diagono 35 minutes a game. Yeah. Like, now, that, was, that was a. He was getting more minutes. Than, bro, it was, it was a lot of games. He was getting more minutes than Zach Levine. And, and even Zach, even through that, Zach Levine was still putting up 25. Even in the, the crazy, the, the minute restrictions and like just taking him out. Oh, my. Bro. Some sort of discipline. Oh gosh, bro. Still get 25. I and it's it, 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 yeah, yeah, exactly because that was six months ago he came off the ACL injury and this a whole nother season and he's still exactly that's what he that's when he put up the 25 is because he literally coming off an of ACL tear like the first obviously like when he played like 15 games like that doesn't really count because he, again he literally was coming off the injury but the first full season him back, he was putting up twenty like twenty-two a game. Yeah, still like still on the minute restriction now. Play probably play like thirty, probably like not even maybe maybe thirty minutes again. Like, all right, so I'm gonna look at per game. This is twenty eighteen nineteen. That's the first year. Like the first full year, I should say. I mean shit, he played 30, he played 35. Let's the the, for the year beforehand. There's no way he played 35 minutes again. No. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe shit. The, the year before, Zach Levine played 28 minutes again. That's fourth highest on the team, by the way. Bruh. <laughs> bro. Hey, I want you to nah, take a it, while. It says here Zach Levine played 27. Bro, he went from playing 37 minutes a game to 27. Bro, look who played the most minutes on the team. Justin fucking Holiday, bro. No way, bro. 31 and a half minutes. Justin goes to Justin Holiday. Bro, there is no way, bro. Followed by rookie Laurie Markinen and Chris Dunn. Bro, and then that same and- season that's at 27 minutes a game, Ryan Archidiak 24. Dog. Dog. Legit. Sean Kilpatrick, bro, playing twenty four. Now I remember Sean Kilpatrick. He had his one game where it was like he was like thirty seven and eighteen or something ridiculous like that. No, nah, I remember him. he had like a, a couple games where he he was going was crazy during the show. I think he was in Brooklyn. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was in Brooklyn when he did that. He's legit. He averaged like lit, or he had. I gotta. I gotta go look it up, bro. Because it's like I will go down. Literally, the season before he was with the Clippers. Or not the season before, before he went to Chicago, 
Yeah. He was aver- he was averaging 10 minutes a game. He goes to Chicago and he's averaging 24, 24. minutes. <laughs> it's like, we just get started anyway. Bro, and literally with Chicago, he averaged 15 points a game, which is funny. Exactly. Like he yo, like they in the same mode of like Josh Hart, they were probably running ISO plays for Sean Kilpatrick. They were, bro, bro, <laughs> trust me. Bro, like bro, they were. <laughs> Duh. This, this is just the like funny shit to just just go look through how how horrible these fucking teams were. Bro, legit Justin Holiday played the most minutes on this team. That Justin, uh, bro, that is so like cuz I bro, I remember like he used to be in the game all the time and I'm like, "Yo, why is it this dude still he averaged nah, he averaged 35 minutes that year." Legit in bro, and, he played 35 he minutes and only averaged 12, not even 12, 11 and a half points. 11 and a half, bro. In 35 minutes. Is that, bro? Nah, bro. Hey, I will see, never, I will never forgive boy. Jim Boylan. Nah, you see your boy Jakar Sampson, though, bro. Averaging 20 points on 54% shooting, bro. 36% from three on three and a half attempts. Hey, I'm just saying, Jakar Sampson had a future in Chicago. I don't know, bro. <laughs> Nah, this shit is hilarious. It's fun to see, though. Like, Jakar Sampson really the next Kevin Garnett, though. Facts, bro. You see, man, you see that turnaround mini that boy had. That boy was doing 360 windows, and then Zach Levine ended the man's <laughs> career. <laughs> Yo, it's cr- bro. Nah, bro. This is that like dumb. this is like just just like the Jim Boylan deep. Honestly, and how did y'all turn that around in like two years, bro? Miracles. And two from twenty nineteen, the whole Jim Boylan and the y'all hated this man to twenty twenty two, where y'all can get or twenty twenty one, where y'all got Lonzo and Demar and Vucevic and are building a, a decent playoff. Team. I'm telling you, that free agency is just pure luck. Facts, because do, do definitely. People actually did think Demar was going to low key go to the Lakers too before they got Russ. He he was definitely going to be a Laker. How about that, was, that like, was when Demar went to the Bulls. That was like a complete surprise for everybody. Exactly, bro. And the Lonzo, the trade package for Lonzo Ball, that was genuinely disgusting, bro. When you read that, Tomas Sadaransky, oh uh, Garrett, Garrett Temple, and like a second round pick. Come on, man. that that's all New Orleans could get back for Lonzo Ball. Lonzo again, and you see how important Lonzo Ball is to y'all right now. Nah, facts. Tomas Sadaransky is the most important piece to that trade that y'all could get. Like y'all couldn't even grab like Troy Brown Jr. Y'all could y'all got fucking Tomas Sadaransky. No, nah, what's crazy is Lonzo was important to that Pelicans team too. Exactly. He was the best shooter on – like, Ingram obviously could shoot. But, like, Lonzo was basically the best quote-unquote shooter on that team. Nah, he, he, he was – he was. He was the floor spacer. Ingram and Zion. And, right, he was uh, the only reason why Zion liked being with the Pelicans. Because they was just throwing lobs and shit the whole time. Now you – bro, honestly, I'm going to be real with you. This Pelicans team, like, basically – 
it's going to be another situation where it's like another Chicago Bulls is like, yeah, you see the names on the team and like they, you know, they can hoop now. But realistically, does this team have a ceiling? This team, this, I mean, honestly, this team has a ceiling. Yeah. They're at a fringe playoff team that's going to lose to the Suns in the first round. That's, that's the, 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 the peak absolute of- ceiling, bro. And even then, it's like that's with Zion coming back. That's not even including like the fact that Zion ain't played all season. Like at best, that this team is going to be is a f- like filler until the Suns get to play the Warriors in the conference finals. Mm-hmm. Brad, nah. and, then, and then CJ turns like 32, 33 years old. So it's like, is it really worth it that you gave up? Well, honestly, they didn't even give up that much. They again, they gave up the forty-four point. They gave they gave up Nikhil Alexander Walker. That was the most important piece that they gave up. I don't know because shit, Josh Hart just put up forty-four, so he might be the most important piece, nigga. Who's <laughs> <laughs> that forty-four right now? Shit, maybe that forty-four. Well, I, I I guarantee if Josh Hart was on the Pelicans right now, he'd be setting picks for Brandon Ingram or some shit. You'd <laughs> be playing uh, center and low key. Like you'd right. honestly be the center on that. You'd be the backup center to, to Jonas Valanciunas. He would, he, which is the like disgusting part about it. He definitely, now nah, he most definitely be starting that power forward. They'd be trying to use him like Zion. <laughs> nah, they did that ass try to run point a point Zion, bro. Bro, and then, oh my. That was another. If I'm Lonzo, that is a, another reason why I would, I would definitely want to leave, bro. Exactly. And like, I even, I, I've literally been brought in yeah. to play point guard, and y'all got this big dude who's never played point guard in his career, trying to and play just, point guard. Yeah, and I didn't even think of like, and genuinely never thought about it until, uh, till uh, Pierre again, like from through the wire, he said it. Like they only run like teams run the point whatever uh, is shit with dudes that can't that can't do much other than like the uh, just big dudes like when Miami did that nah, with Justin I, I I remember watching that episode, bro. And Justin right, Miami, yeah, exactly. He is like legit, and I never thought about it until he said it. I was like, yeah, he is right because Miami definitely ran point justice because Justice Winslow couldn't do nothing but dribble. Like that was basically, and honestly, worked because he he did like triple doubles like crazy. But like, no, Justin Winslow was hooping when he was at point guard. Exactly, and shit, Miami was winning games and whatnot, and then he got hurt. So it was like, it whatever. Then but it was like you got Ben Simmons. Yeah, they did. Like Philly did it with Ben Simmons, but the Bucks did it with Giannis like early in his career. How about like say, I didn't uh, think, like when Jason Kidd was the coach. Yeah, like Jason Kidd played this man at point guard for an entire like two, three seasons, honestly. But it's like that, like I legit never thought about it. Even the Clippers tried to do that with Blake Griffin for a time. Like when Chris Paul would get injured all the time, Blake Griffin essentially ran point guard for them. And like I didn't even think about it. Like, yeah, they like teams really do uh, like disguise it as like, oh, this, this revolutionary you know, point guard position. But reality, it's like, you just trying to space the floor because you have a lineup of two big guys that can't shoot. That's basically Facts. what it is. But, you know, like, honestly, I – shoot, they almost – they I didn't even think – they did that at Detroit, too, 
they really ran. They, Blake Griffin was essentially the point guard on that team. Mm-hmm. I, I remember Blake Griffin coming down the court, just tween, tween, cross, as he pull up, brick. Don't. Duh. All right. That's legit going to be my – I don't even – see, last year I would have made a rant episode about, like, Detroit basketball. But now if we're starting to get, like, good – I can't rant about the Pistons where, like, we've won, like, eight of our last 11 games. I can't even rant no more. I'm like, about to say, because the Pistons actually have a future now. Exactly. Like, we – like, I I will rant about Pistons fans. I will absolutely rant, rant about fans because – like genuinely, one of the worst fan fan bases in the league. I I will go out on a limb and say that we have one of the worst fan bases because every every game it something changes. Once is Sadiq Bay future All Star. Second, next the next game, Sadiq Bay will have ten points. Sadiq, why is Sadiq Bay on this team? Why didn't we trade him for Ben Simmons? Or Killian Hayes is a bust. 80 games into his career. Killian Hayes is a bust. Next, oh man, I'm, Killian Hayes is valuable. I really miss Killian Hayes. Make up your mind. Nah, facts. Le- legit. I, I think the only I think the only player that pisses fans are consistent about is Kay Cunningham. Exactly. And because Kay Cunningham is balling right now. Kay Cunningham is like, you know, we uh, oh, it's Kay for rookie of the year, motorcade, et cetera, et cetera. You let that nigga Kay go five for 22 and see if they don't try to change his ass for the bra. <laughs> <laughs> nah, bro. Let, let, let Kay let have a bad game. Pistons fans going to be on him, bro. They're going to be like, oh, why did we take this bomb? We should have took Evan Mobley instead. Like, bro. I, bro. I don't think. Bro, being on Twitter when Evan Mobley was hooping and Cade wasn't, bro, at the beginning of the season, oh, it was hell, bro. It was. I felt I felt so bad for Cade because I'm like, bro, he he's we a rookie. This, we do this every year. You fast forward twelve or rewind twelve months. Killian Hayes was playing like ass, and Tyrese Halliburton was one of the best point guards in in, in the draft class. It was like, oh, why did we take Killian Hayes? We should have took Tyrese Halliburton. You do realize now that we have Kate Cunningham, Tyrese Halliburton would not be nearly as good because he's essentially it was in a situation with Darren Fox or in the same situation with Darren Fox or De'Aaron Fox. Say, uh, another promising young guard. That was held back because he's playing with another promising young guard. Like, Oh, let, let's not forget, with the Kings organization, they're also playing with another promising young guard. In, Dar- in, the, in Davion Mitchell, and which they uh, had – Another really promising young guard, granted, wing, but the same concept with Buddy Heald. It's like, well, not even Yo, that's so funny, bro. They, bro, because, uh, oh, my goodness. I, we could literally make an episode on how, how bad the Sacramento Kings draft picks have been over the, like, ever. 15 years. 15 years, bro. It's legit. Ben McLemore was drafted 12 years ago. Or 10 years ago. 10 years ago. Nick Stauskas, bro. Oh my okay. gosh, bro. Willie Willie Cole Stein being a damn near top five pick. Bro, I can't bro. I, I think it was one year the Kings had like multiple lottery picks and failed on both of them. 
it's the next year, Scalabissier and Georges Papianis. When you still have Boogie Cousins, you draft three more big men. Yes, of course. <laughs> bro, yeah, bro, nah, that bro, that's a that's a common thing. Exactly. The the, the 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 Kings have something good, and, and you know what they do? They they draft the same position. Nah, they they're, they're like you know what? The more the merrier. Yeah, you know we have this generational all time big man on this team. Ah, yes, let's draft three more big men for the next two years. And well, shoot, we got rid of every single one of them because every last one of them sucked except for Boogie Cousins. And guess what? Two years later, you go get Marvin Bagley, which guess what? You double down on that Marvin Bagley pick by, I don't know, not getting another player to compliment him. Instead, you go out and get it Tyrese Halliburton again. You go out and get Davion Mitchell again. I don't even remember who they drafted in 2019 because he's probably not on the team anymore because for some reason, <laughs> like, like it's, the, it's, it is guaranteed the Kings are going to have a lottery pick every year. And three years from now, the dude that player is either going to be in Detroit, Charlotte, uh, Cleveland, Atlanta, because <laughs> like, they don't, they can't build up young talent to save their life. And the one young talent they actually built up, and it seems like a genuine complimentary piece to their quote unquote superstar, they flip it for all star on a good day. Oh my goodness, bro! Like, bro. Who is like sitting in the Kings organization and is making these moves, bro? No, who honestly, who knows? Like, at this point, they should just let one of the fans make beat the GM because you can't get worse. You legit can't get worse. Lit- oh my gosh, yo, I'm looking at the uh, the recent draft picks, bro. They they drafted Gary. Cr- Wait, did they trade Gary Trent? Yeah, they did. They traded Gary Trent Jr. Of course they did, because, you know, why keep the good players when you can have Scalabi Sierra and, and George's Papianis? You know what? You know what? We're, we're, you know what? We're about to go through uh, the Kings draft picks over the past 10 years, 10, 12 years from the yeah. from the DeMarcus Cousins era, because that's that's when we actually started seeing promise in the Kings. Right. Yes. Or or let's just start from, you know, Tyreek Evans. OK. Yeah. yeah. That was a good pickup and they fucked it up. Then they got Hassan Whiteside and DeMarcus Cousins in the same draft. Yeah. Then they drafted Isaiah Thomas, but then they but did they really see yeah. with the 60th pick with Isaiah Thomas? Nope. No. He he peaked in Phoenix and then in Boston. So okay, and a year after drafting after after drafting DeMarcus Cousins with the fifth pick, with the seventh pick in the 2011 NBA draft with Clay on the board. Kawhi on the board. They draft Bismack Biombo. <laughs> hold, on, hold on, hold on, And then second round, they drafted Orlando Johnson, which was useless. Uh-huh. And then the yeah. next year, the next year, with two center, two lottery centers, two top ten picks, the very next year, with the fifth pick in the 2012 NBA draft, they draft Thomas Robinson. I remember that pick. I'm thinking like. Where does the what is Thomas Bryant, uh, Thomas Robinson ceiling realistically? Like Bro, Thomas Robinson was probably the best his rookie year. Honestly, and even then, it's not a good rookie year. It's just better than his other seasons. Bro, like, it, bro, it gets worse. Oh, I know it gets worse. It gets. And then, it then they get Ray McCollum. You know, I'm not even going to talk about these second round picks. 
Like Ray, Ray McAllen was actually he was one he's honestly one of their better picks though. No, he played he's decent, pretty though. he's pretty decent, bro. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. So okay. So now they're like, let's take a different route. Let's let's start getting at some wings. Twenty thirteen. <laughs> let's Benji. draft Ben McLemore. <laughs> Which again at the time I thought at the ben... time wasn't a bad pick. We all thought Ben yeah. McLemore was gonna be good. But yeah. this is now this is now what? Nine years later. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm thinking about how many. Oh, oh, but in 2008, with the 12th pick, they drafted Jason Thompson. Oh, my God. Bro. The, okay, so since 2007, they've had lottery picks every year. 2007, with the 10th pick, you draft Spencer Halls. I don't even. Yeah. yeah. 2008, Jason Thompson in the lottery. 2009, Tyreek Evans in the lottery. The, yeah. Then we got from the Biggie Cousins era on, yeah. And then okay, so then with the uh, 2014, they dropped Nick Stauskas with the eighth pick. Shout out to Nick Stauskas, by the way. Okay, <laughs> and oh, let's keep in mind they have a prime Boogie Cousins right now. Yep, it's 2015. <laughs> Willie Colley, sixth pick. They dropped Willie Colley Stein. And then that's when they forced Boogie to shoot threes because they they had no, bro, had no bro. toy. And the th- bro, and the crazy thing is, wait, it gets worse. In twenty, bro, in twenty sixteen, with the eighth pick, they drafted another center, Marquise Chris. Yep, and then they flipped him for Scala for Scala Bcier. I rem- like I remember that pick. They literally they swapped that that pick for Labissier and uh, Papianos. And, and what what year did Demarcus Cousins uh, go to? Um... It was that same season because uh, Buddy Buddy Hill was Buddy Hill was the main trade piece. And he yeah, was yeah, yeah, I remember that. So yeah, it was that same season. So 2016, okay. 17. And, oh my goodness, this is so bad. Twenty seventeen. They had two lottery picks. One of them, one of them, they got De'Aaron Fox. Not a bad yep. pick. Yeah, that's the best pick they made in ten years. And then Zach Collins. Like what? <laughs> nah, but they flipped Zach Collins for, I think it was Justin Jackson and Harry Giles, bro. Bro. I... Two ACL tears later, Harry Giles. Yeah. Yeah, after – yeah, Harry Giles was so – he was nice in high school, but it's like, bro, high school does not translate to the NBA, bro. Exactly. Nerlens Noel was that dude in high school, and it's like at bare minimum a role player in the NBA. Okay, and then 2018, oh, my goodness. Yo, this is like – bro, it's so bad how the 2018 draft turned out because of – how good everybody else after the first two picks were, legit. And it's, and even then, Aiden isn't bad. He's Aiden, just yeah. That. I'm about to say Aiden isn't that bad. Yeah, but it's, it's like, like to be a first pick in that draft with yeah, Luca and Trey, and even Jaron Jackson Jr. at this point. Yeah, and bro, and I'm about to say and Triple J's. Bro, all right. So we talked about like draft picks. It's worse when you get to like free agency trades oh and that. Goodness, bro. All right. So, in basically, because they didn't make moves at that. So, 2014, they made legit no moves. 
Bucks. They are they traded a 2016 second round pick, which shot that ends up being Malcolm Brogdon. Nice. Y'all really worked out there. Uh and for basically cash. Oh my god. They they traded uh that pick. All right. So basically yeah, none of that really they make again make zero moves. 2015-16, you trade <laughs> Okay, reading this is actually kind of late. All right, so you trade Carl Landry, Nick Stauskas, Jason Thompson, a 2017 first-round pick, which <clears throat> ends up being Jason Tatum, a 2019 <laughs> first-round pick, which oh ends up being Romeo Langford, and a lot of other – and a 2017 – or to the Sixers for two dudes that didn't play in the NBA and 2017 first-round pick, which ends up being De'Aaron Fox. So you play I mean, basically. Uh, okay, well, let's keep it a buck, bro. Even if yeah. they got the pick that turned out to be uh, Jason Tatum, they probably would have still messed up the took pick. Dare. They would have took Dare Fox still. <laughs> let's be real. Uh, this is this was the year right before. Oh no, it's the next year. I forgot. Yeah. So 2016, they traded. They basically traded for Malachi Richardson. That was their big offseason acquire. Was Malachi, Malachi Richardson, bro? The the dude with the hair. That's about. That's about all you can sign. Garrett Temple, Aaron Afalo, Anthony Tolliver, and Matt Barnes. All the multi year contracts. Mo- bro, multi year contract. Bro, and what? Traded. Yeah, like oh oh, this is the the big one. Oh my god. The Kings traded again, dude that didn't play in the NBA, and George Hill to the Cavaliers. You probably remember this one. Uh, the Cavs traded Amon Shumpert in cash to the Kings. Traded Jay Crowder and D Rose to the Jazz. In the first oh Cavs my game. gosh! This is when they get Rodney Hood. In the, the Cavs get Rodney Hood in this trade, and then Joe Johnson. They, the Kings' big acquisition here is Joe Johnson and Amon Shumpert. I'm just letting you. How old was Joe Johnson at this time? Like 52? 38 at, at 38 at minimum, bro. He <laughs> <laughs> was probably pushing 60. <laughs> Yo, oh. and it's, it is so crazy. Like, yeah. Uh, These I, are just minimum moves. You can never do. really, like, determine what what direction the Kings were going in. At any given moment, bro, they could have just been doing going into all right. Here's the all right. So the official trade they traded Omri Caspi and Demarcus Cousins to the Pelicans for um, Tyreek Evans, who they drafted, Langston Galloway, <laughs> Buddy Heald, and a 2017 first round pick, which of course ends up being Zach Collins, in uh, a 2017 oh second gosh. round pick, which is Frank Mason the third. The third, <laughs> Frank Mason, bro. Yep, that's who people thought the next IT was gonna be. Yep, because he was short and scored basketball in college. That's that's every dude, every like every, every short player. guard that plays. Like, bro, yeah, you're you're Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, you're either Isaiah Thomas or you're Allen Iverson. That's those are the two comparisons. It's so wild because, bro, there for there to be another like. The closest thing to the next Allen Iverson right now is John Morant, and even then, it's like not even the same place. Like they play this similar, but it's not like you're 
they're not the same, oh. bro. Yeah, they're really uh, Allen Iverson is one on one. I do want to put like say this too. The 2014-15 season, the Kings had three head coaches. Oh my gosh. By the way, two of them are still in the NBA. <laughs> Mike Malone was the first head coach. Yeah, he went eleven and thirteen and they fired him. <laughs> eleven th- which is not a bad record. Bro, for the Kings, eleven, bro. To only be that's two a, games under five hundred, why would you not keep that coach? That's a that's a that's honestly a championship for them. <laughs> Tyrone Corbin, shout out to Tyrone Corbin, by the way. He I think he coached Utah at one point. He went seven and twenty one, and they fired him. And then they had George Carl, who went eleven and nineteen, and they fired him at the end of the season. But the fact that they fired Mike Malone after going eleven and thirteen is so wild. Because if bro, if they didn't have Mike Malone, they oh. this they, they they finished the season twenty nine and fifty three, three head coaches later. Bro, I'm not gonna lie, no no Mike Malone, bro. That's crazy. Think about and, it. Mike and Malone then, got them what almost fifty percent of their wins in. In half, 24 in, games? In literally a fourth, a quarter of the season, he had almost half their wins. <laughs> oh, my gosh. He and George Carl had the same amount of wins, but George Carl had six more losses. And George Carl is a good coach, but it's like they did bring it back, George Carl. And they but won. then you got you to gotta think about what can you really do with the, the Sacramento Kings team and the way it's built. Under George, under George Carl is weird because George Carl is like the like the coach that wants to you know push the basketball, run twenty four seven, and like Boogie Cousins isn't really that guy. <laughs> he's the one that you give it to in a half court and you let him. Well, Boogie Cousins, he's always been like a half court type of player. He's never been a player. He's never been a big to really run the floor. Exactly, like I said, he's he, like I said, you one you give it in the front. By the way, all right, so they bring George Carl back. The again, with that in mind, they the you know run, got have young guys on the team, shoot the ball. Maybe your first free agent signing is Rajon Rondo. Oh my gosh! And Costa Kufis right after that. Costa Kufis, bro, dude, I have not heard that name in so long, bro. Exactly. What? 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 What are the Kings thinking? Oh, and and Marco Bellinelli too, who I think at this time was already pushing thirty. So yeah, congratulations on that. <laughs> they so the king the Kings are basically you know right, that that's that's probably the free agency they were like yeah we're going all in. Yep, that's that's when they're pushing. They signed all these veterans and the for Boogie Cousins. They got like I said, they got thirty plus year old Rajon Rondo, thirty plus Marco Bellinelli. Yeah. Then they signed Seth Curry only to waive Seth Curry, which look at it now. And looking at looking it now is Col- like one of the worst decisions. Yeah, looking at it now compared to Marco Bellinelli and Coast. Because I'm not going to lie. If Seth Curry was on the Kings right now, he'd probably be the best player. Honestly, it's him or De'Aaron at that point. Because, shoot, I'd t- he's more valuable than DeMontis Wilders. I'll tell you that now. Easily. Oh yeah, they tra- oh yeah the Marquis Curse trade or when they drafted Marquis Curse, they traded or they got a uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich, which that was actually a good move, but then they let him walk for some reason. 
Scalabies oh here. Papianis in a twenty twenty second round. Oh yeah, what's it called? They let Bogdan Bogdanovich go to the Hawks. Exactly for free. They didn't even trade him. They like let him. How about leave. Because I remember they didn't even match his. Uh, they didn't even try to get like a sign of trade. They just did not match his contract. <laughs> and a twenty twenty second round pick, which honest and honest to God, they could use right now. Xavier told me they need a big man right now. How about like, to say actually. And he's actually solid for the Grizzlies right now. But, like, the fact that y'all – y'all – okay. Even, like, just the, the the minor trades, like, this the trading second-round picks thing is not – it. like, honestly, you could use those right now. But Bro, instead – There's a lot they could use. But, honestly, if the Kings – if the Kings had, like, a valuable front office making decisions, they probably could have won a championship by now. Facts. They've like, had, even, so, even they've had so many, like, a yeah. stupid amount of opportunities. Speaking of uh, just, like, crazy shit that they've done, like, again, you draft De'Aaron Fox, which, again, good move, whatever. You got, you got your young point guard for the future. Immediately after that, you sign Vince Carter, Again, pushing forty. Exactly. No, like at this point, Vince Carter's pushing eighty. Exactly, exactly. That man is like Vince Carter. Vince Carter, old, old. Exactly. This is the end of Vince Carter, right? Zach Randolph, who it's, it's the same motion is as Vince I'm about Carter. to say same predicament as Vince Carter. Another old, another old former All Star, and George Hill. Gosh, I'm pretty sure they gave George Hill like almost sixty million dollars. I'm about to say, and they've been giving out bags, bro. Oh, that was a fat contract they gave them, man. Didn't they give Tristan Thompson a bag too? He they took his bag from uh, from Boston. Boston was the one that gave him the bag, but then they traded for it, and then that's what they used in the Tyree in the Tyree trade. That's a shame, bro. Um, yeah, and then they, of course, they signed your boy, uh, Jakar Sampson. <laughs> <laughs> your, yeah, your, your boy, Jakar Sampson. Yeah, um, yeah J- Jakar, the, uh, the uh, KD prodigy. Yep, of course, man. Like you said, Kevin, uh, K- Kevin Garnett Jr. But, uh, oh, yeah, they tra- yeah, traded Gary Trent Jr. to the Blazers for cash. A 2019 which second is, round Which pick. is, like, such a bad trade because now Gary Trent is, like, Averaging almost twenty in Toronto right now. I'm about to say he's he's hooping. Exactly, like one of the, like one of the better defensive like, guards. When, when I tell you the Kings have made every bad decision possible, bro. <laughs> Again, it like I said, you look at this trade at that point doesn't seem that bad until you realize Gary Trent Jr. actually is hooping right now. For you literally traded for cash in a second round pick that's not even on your team anymore. Oh, and another second round pick. Which you traded to Atlanta because it ends up being Sharif Cooper. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I'm t- literally all the minor stuff, and you le- legit okay. All right, that's Delano Bands and whatever. Oh yeah, you wave, you sign, and then wave uh, Gabe Vincent literally a day after you signed him, and now he's like <laughs> starting. Oh my starting gosh! Miami right now, like. Nah, like uh, I, I really need to know, like who is in the the Kings front office making decisions? 
right, wait, what is even this trade? Like he, like his job, like needs to be like in question. All right, so dog. Okay, so, all right. This this all right. So this trade is even just weird to me. So it's like, oh, so wait, the Rockets traded this pick, and then they got the pick back. Oh, because all right, this is protection. That's why. All right. So basically, the Rockets traded a twenty twenty second round pick to the Kings, which it's KJ Martin, so it ends up going back to Houston. Mm-hmm. Which the again the Kings could use a wing that could or a wing or big that could run the floor right now with I don't know the fastest Bro, point guard. The Kings could use anybody, literally anybody. Alec Burks, they just they just traded for base. They traded every like Amon Shumpert for Alec Burks basically, which yeah, oh, like, they they re-signed Corey Brewer. Yep, that was the move that John. Why? <laughs> Why is Corey Brewster? Why? This is tw- this is 2019, by the way. He's still in the lead. Uh, they signed Corey Joseph to a fat contract. I remember that. Trevor Ariza to a fat contract. <laughs> Dwayne Dedman, I'm pretty sure. I, I don't even remember what money. I'm pretty sure that was a fat contract, too. All of these were fat contracts. Harrison Barnes had a, a big fat Bad contract. Oh my no, nah, Harrison <laughs> Barnes had a stupid contract. <laughs> he had two of them actually. Wait, so and then yeah, literally in they signed Trevor Ariza and then six months later they trade him to Portland for Kent Bazemore. <laughs> it's cool. crazy because they're now both on the Lakers. Yep. They like the two veterans on the Lakers. And speaking like speaking of just like random, like basically traded Dwayne Dedman in a 2020 second round pick and a 2021 second round pick, which is again Sharif Cooper to the Hawks for Alex Lynn and Jabari Parker. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Bro, Harrison Barnes got signed to a four year, $85 million deal and is currently. No, the I'm, forget all of that. They signed him to that contract, and they were trying to trade him for a win now player. As if Harrison Barnes isn't, which literally is a win now player. That's like the definition of something. Like, hey, we going out to get Harrison Barnes, like, because we're trying to build a championship team, and Harrison Barnes, I think, can contribute. That's what Harrison Barnes is. Like, not like this. He's not Tyrese Halliburton, where he's big. This twenty-one-year-old. No, I, I, I agree. Exactly. Like, and honestly, shoot, the even their twenty, their twenty-twenty draft is good until you realize they traded two picks that they could use right now, which again is Xavier Tillman and KJ Martin. But it's like even then, like small, the small move. Oh wait, that's what it. All right. See, oh yeah, it was Vladi Divac was the GM through all of that. Yep. I just it, bro. And then. <laughs> Body Divot, bro. Yeah, hey, then, there's then, no yeah. other way around it. He's an idiot. He is. <laughs> like, wasn't he? I'm sorry. He traded like I don't. Even, he made him like I don't. I don't even remember what it was. But he traded somebody for like cash, and it ended up being an all star. But I, I don't. It wasn't like like Gary Trinket. But it was like somebody recent. I don't remember what it was. But yeah, they appointed Joe Dumars to interim executive vice president. Of basketball operations, good for you. 
But then six months later, you trade Tyree Halliburton. So are you, uh, or a year wait, later? Wait, wait, wait. Nah, we got we got to find out who they traded for. What which all star they traded for cash? I'm trying to. It was like I don't even because it was like it might have been like twenty. All right, so I gotta find. Because Vladi, like Vladi Divac, like literally, I just read you every dumb move that Vladi Divac did. But it's like he traded somebody that ended up being like, like I don't, I don't even know if it was like that. Like it, maybe, it was, but it was like somebody that literally traded. All right, so this he, all right. Oh, that's that's what it was. It was Isaiah Thomas to the Suns for Alex in a trade exception. Is some dude in a trade exception? That's what it was. It was Isaiah Thomas. Oh, okay. MVP candidate Isaiah Thomas. For... No, nah, but what was what's crazy is Isaiah Thomas was averaging 20 points on the Kings. Exactly. He was actually the point guard of the future for the Sacramento Kings, and then you flipped him for, like, a trade exception, which you didn't get anything out of it because you haven't, haven't been relevant since then. I was about then, to say, so. and what's it called? And they got, uh, you said Alec Burks? Yeah, they ended up trading Alec Burks like five years five years later. They trade traded for Alec Burks five years later. Oh my gosh! Yeah, bro, the, the Kings front office needs to be drug tested. <laughs> like they, uh, at, at this point, they literally have just become a laughing stock of the NBA. And- and it's not going to change, bro. That's the sad part. It's not changing. It's like, not. Anytime soon, it's not. Because, because the Kings aren't going to get – bro, because I'll tell you this right now. Nobody's going to want to come to Sacramento or free agency. Why would you go to Sacramento, California, when you could go to either Los Angeles, Oakland? Or even Oakland. Even, even if you wanted to go up north – you can honestly, honestly, Portland is more of a destination than Sacramento at this it point. It really is. Because at least but, but you, like you people, people talk about, yeah, wanting to play in Cali, but there's three I other mean, teams in California that I would rather yeah. play for than the Sacramento Kings. And even then, it's like, genuinely, would you rather be like the third option on the Kings right now, or would you rather be the third option on the Clippers? To be honest, easily the Clippers. Because you're the third option to Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> not not the Montes Sabonis. You're third option to Kawhi Leonard. Like, you you can still be viewed at as a really good player playing behind Kawhi Leonard. Fact. I, I don't think people are really looking at you if you're the backup to DeMontis Sabonis. The backup to a backup, honestly. Uh-huh. Bro, DeMontis Sabonis' career, like, I'm I'm not going to lie. Unless he gets out of Sacramento, it's over. And Sacramento's the only team that's going to keep him because, like, they tried to they tried to be like, oh, wait, the Lakers, yo, the Lakers could probably pull that move off. But they traded, like, Anthony Davis, and they got, like, Sabonis, Jeremy Lamb, TJ Warren, or something ridiculous. Like, that would this. be one of these, like, dumbest trades in history. <laughs> Exactly. They to make after after already proving that Anthony Davis can win you a ring. Yep. And come right back in. And realistically, who like who was the Lakers? Like even the Lakers right now, they can't get rid of Russell Westbrook. As as 
great of a player as Anthony Davis is, and he did genuinely lead the Lakers to a ring. I'm not seeing any team that's wanting to trade for Anthony Davis right now. At all. Like, you look at, like, I don't, I don't even going to say San Antonio, but it's like, like a team like the Portland, like, say Portland came around. Like, it's not happening. It'll never happen. But if, like, if, if Anthony Davis and Portland was linked together for some reason, like, is Portland going to take the risk of trading, like, Anthony Simons to the Lakers? No. No. Because they know Anthony Simons, chances are, is going to fit perfectly playing next to LeBron because, you know, he can shoot and play off the ball because he's done it with Dane for five years. But and, and Anthony Davis is probably going to play 40 games for you in per season. He'll probably be there half the season, maybe, maybe not. And you about to say, because the best ability is availability. Exactly. And, again, as much of a generational talent as Anthony Davis is, he has not shown in the last three seasons, basically since he's been with the Lakers, that he can he, be that he's that he like that he can play a full season. Like even but, like last I, I think I think that's why the Lakers won the ring in twenty twenty because him and LeBron got months of rest. Months of rest, literally from mid early March until they got the ring in was it November, October, October, I think it was. Yeah, in October. Won. Like they legit got almost six months of a break between the like the end of the season and the bubble. And, and people, like, people know how good LeBron could be with a lot of rest. Exactly, LeBron, LeBron honestly, to take LeBron, care of his body, and then you give Anthony Davis that same rest, bro. Come on, man! Like that was that they were destined to win a championship, although for some reason they wanted it to be Lakers Celtics in the finals. I'm like. Come on, my bro. Come on, bro. Lakers, like the Celtics was the team that y'all wanted to lose to the Lakers of all the teams. Like you wanted, <laughs> y'all was going to sacrifice the Celtics to lose to the Lakers. Like we was cool with letting Miami lose. We didn't really care. It's Jimmy Butler. Like he'll right. he'll live. I we don't. But like y'all was going to let like the Jason Tatum. Then y'all was going if Jason Tatum and the Celtics had lost to the Lakers, y'all would have been like, is Jason Tatum really the guy to lead the Celtics to the championship or? Yeah, the same. Honestly, the same BS. The job is still talking, but like, that's uh, I can. I will rant about the media now. I will like I've done it more times. Than nah, no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. Let, let, hold on, hold on. I got a question for you, bro. Yeah. The youngest player under twenty-five. Where does Jason Tatum rank? I put him at because all right. I will say this. I'm definitely taking Luca over him. Okay. I'm definitely taking I – mean, I don't even know if I'll take Trey over The what? Okay, in my I opinion, the only, only player I'd consider taking over Jason Tatum is Luca. I would – I and, would – only – I would – like I said, I would argue – like, honestly, him and Trey are, to me, is neck and neck. So it's, it's yeah, either two. But okay, okay, but that's that's good. I seen yeah. a list the other day where it had Jason Tatum as the eighth best player under twenty five, bro. I mean, those I'm, are just think, I'm just thinking in my head, bro. Jason Tatum is damn near top ten already. <laughs> Facts, like he's the, a consistent twenty six, twenty seven point per game guy. Like you, I, honestly, and fifty on national TV, by the way. 
in a yeah, win. So it's like how how is he not already? I I mean on those same lists, I've seen like Taylor Horton Tucker be like in up there and like come on. No, I, I see Taylor Horton Tucker over Shy the other day. I was like, yeah, this is. <laughs> You like you, uh, you nah, can't. It, can't. It was Bleacher Report's list. Hold on. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's a credible, an alleged credible site that has actually posted that site that that uh that list, and it legit. I THT was overshadowed, and it that kind of stuff hurts my heart because it's like those is getting millions of millions of clicks. Millions, bro. Millions of clicks on it, and it's just like, bro. They got all right. So this was all right. This one was from before the season. Colin Sexton is on this list, by the way. So take this list with so a lot of caution. Oh, 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 oh. I think I'm looking at the um. Looking at the same list. Yeah, RJ Barrett at twenty. Okay. Oh, uh, let, me, let me see. Let me see if RJ Barrett's at twenty. Yep, Anthony, RJ Barrett at twenty. Yeah, got Lonzo okay. at twenty one. <clears throat> Anthony Edwards is at seventeen, so yeah, you know you can't take that one serious. Uh oh yeah, OG Ananobi was over Anthony Edwards. Appreciate it, bro. Uh yeah, that's that's DeAndre A at fourteen. Yeah, this is mm. Uh, there's Michael Porter Jr., Jalen Brown, John Morant was at nine. That's yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> Man, my- eight. Yeah, let me uh, let me get out of here before. Shy at seven, D book at six, and then you see five. Zion at four, Trey at three, Jason Tatum at two. Bro, I gotta find this list that I seen that. I forgot what, bro. It was so crazy. They had Jason Tatum at eight. I was trying to, I honestly, I'm trying to find the same thing. Like, uh, wait, bleach your artist. So this is hold on. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go into to the Twitter app. Hopefully, it doesn't kick me off of anger. Shit, I'm on. I'm doing mine on PC. So, or like, I'm on the my Twitter, my PC Twitter. Uh. All right, so all right, we can do it. I need to find this, bro. Oh, all right, I found it. So, yep, J- Jason Tatum's at bro. Evan Mobley over Jason Tatum is hilarious. But <laughs> wait, Tyrese Maxey was over Tatum too. I didn't even realize. Bro, I'm telling you, that list is crazy, bro. All right, so, all right, <laughs> <laughs> I'm already reading. Uh, Cole Anthony, Kevin Herter, and Darius Garland over Shea Gilgis. Bro, yes, I was. And Taylor. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. What'd you what'd you type in to find that list? I literally just typed in THT over Shea. Okay. And that was the first thing that popped up. The, that was literally the screenshot. 
because I, I need to look at this list too. Yeah, all right, I found yeah. it. Kevin Herter over Shea is hilarious. Cole Anthony over Shea is hilarious. Kay Cunningham over Shea is hilarious. And again, this is again coming from a business fan. Kay Cunningham. Kay Cunningham. I won't even. I won't, Bonds, I won't even, bro, the fact that Shea is at 23? Yeah, like again, the dude is averaging more points than the than his number, like than his rating. He's averaging like twenty five right now. No, nah, it's like Taylor over Taylor. I'm putting him over Taylor Horton. Tucker. Okay, and you know I'm what's even crazier? Tyler yeah. Hero at six. And again, this is coming from like a dude that's actually hooping this Yo, year. Yo, and Trey Young at nine. I'm telling Tyrese Tyrese Maxey at five is probably the most egregious one. Uh, dude, I don't even know. All right, Lamelo at three is very no. It's, yeah, like it's somebody who's probably who's not even the best player in his backcourt right now. Fact. Not even the best player in his backcourt, much less being the third best player in this list over Anthony. Him over Anthony Edwards automatically is an L, but like him over Tatum is an L. Him over Trey Young is an L. Him over De'Aaron Fox is an L. I'd even say at this point, him over Shea. Nah, I got, I got, I got Lamelo over De'Aaron Fox. I, shoot, like I said, it's a toss. Uh, to me, it's a toss up. To me, I think it's a toss up. But him over Shea is because like, you, you got, you got, to think about it. Lamelo is four years younger than De'Aaron. That's true. That is true. And I, like I said, honestly, if. If honestly, if this was based off potential, if it's based off potential, it's still bad. <laughs> yeah, because you're saying that with potential, that Taylor Horton Tucker has more potential than Shea Gillis Alexander, which is bro. People have been catch. talking about THT's potential for years, bro. Exactly, literally this since almost in his sixth year, we've been waiting on nothing. Kevin Herder, Kevin Herder. Ladies and gentlemen, has more potential than Shea Gillis Alexander, which is so great, bro. What has Kevin Herter done? Literally, they saw the one game in the playoffs last year and said, "Yep, that's the that's the guy right there." Bro, and the fact that Darius Garland is all the way down at sixteen, <sighs> a guy who's already been an All Star in his career, yeah, already has an All Star that. 90% of the people on this list can't say they've been an all-star. Yo, yo, wait, 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 wait. So, yeah. we got Tyler Hero over Darius Garland now? <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure if Cleveland, again, in a redraft, Cleveland is still taking Darius Garland over Tyler Hero. Let's be honest here. Ty, again, Tyler Hero was literally, like, he's essentially what, like, Lou Williams was with the Clippers is being the 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 guy and all is a six man, but it's still playing like thirty five minutes a game because that's just how the Miami Heat r- r- rotation is. Bro, people don't realize that Tyler Hero is like his potential is is being maxed out right now. Exactly, this is going to be him for the, his entire career. He's not going to be an all star. He's not going to be a super, or he'll probably be an all star once or twice, but he won't be a superstar. He won't be like first team All NBA. He's he is what he is, I, and I that's best, like, I think the best he'll be type of player is probably like a Monte Ellis type of player. And even then, like not an all star. That's not a major. Maybe, like he maybe give you like twenty five, four and t- and three on a subpar team, or like if he he oh, he's a first option on a subpar team. He's not. I'm not saying like he's not going to be the first option on a championship team. 
Like, oh no, never. If he's the, if there's anybody going to be the first option, it's going to be Jimmy. And, and, but even and, and, which is okay. crazy because the people that he's ranked over over this list have Are arguably all- been first options on contenders: Trey Young, Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum. Uh, even oh shoot, um, not want to say first, but even shoot, even DeAndre, bro. DeAndre DeAndre Ayton is a borderline All Star big man in the Western Conference. Somebody who's getting legitimately 18 and 10 right now as the third option, really playing with one of of the best scorers in the NBA in Devin Booker. And again, another one of those, a high-volume guy with the ball in his hands in Chris Paul. He's still getting his. Like... No, this is definitely like the worst list I've ever seen. I don't know. Some of those top 100 lists do be kind of wild, bro. Bro, it, whoever's making these lists. This, it, this is def- are, def- it's definitely for clicks, and it works. It really is. Because, like, almost 10,000 people talking about this one tweet right here. Like, just it. it no, nah, this it, is like it, this it, is it, probably like the craziest thing I've ever seen. All right, people. All right, this is this is this is what they say in the least the list should look like. They're saying yeah. this should be Luca, yeah. Ja, Tatum, and Trey. The first four, I agree. Exactly. There's no there's no debating that. Yeah, that's the consensus four. Then you got Darius Garland, De'Aaron Fox, Lamelo, SGA, Hero, Ant. Yeah, that's uh, no. No, I'm saying I'm taking SGA over everybody in that place. I'm taking. I'm taking. Okay, first of all, I'm going. This this is this is how I'm going. I'm going Luca, Tatum, (laughs) yes, Ja, Trey. Mix those however you want to. Yeah, like I said, those are the four. Those are the four. Then I'll take Garland. I'll take SGA. Garland and SGA is really a toss up for me. Those. I'm personally taking SGA. Uh, okay, I can't really argue with that. I, I see, I see a lot of Chris Paul and Garland. Uh, I love Chris Garland. I especially, can see that especially as a Cavs fan, you know I got my bias. But then after those two, I'm taking after those two. No, 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 above all that, you a Cavs fan, sir? Bro, you, this you season, this hey, this <laughs> this season, bro, I'm gonna have to reclaim my status. All right, hey, I, hey, I'm just saying because, like, you know, you said until they started winning that you know they you I'm wouldn't I'll openly admit I jumped ship when they started losing, yeah, true. But w- once they start winning, I'm back. All right, hey, hey, uh, wait, what is this? All right, okay, apparently, I saw Karis Levert trending on Twitter, and I'm thinking, wait, what, okay, and then ab- after that. Um, uh, I'll take Ant Lamelo. They can go right there, Lamelo Ant and Lamelo, whichever way you want to spin that. Yeah, I don't know why they have Tyler Hero so high. It's it's like they're probably looking at the numbers. Like it's like I said, he's yeah. Pe- people don't watch the games, bro. He's like I said, yeah, he's putting up twenty one off the bench, but again, he's playing the most minutes. He's putting twenty one. With the bench unit in the game, exactly. He's doing this like with playing with like Max Strews, uh, Gabe Vincent, Omer Yurtsevin. Like that—that's his rotation right now. That's, he has no choice but to put up twenty-five shots a game. Exactly. 
uh, fucking Victor Oladipo just got back from injury. So those shots is definitely going down. Um, like, I'm serious. Don't be surprised if Tyler Hero slowly creep down to like 18 and a half points a game, 19 points a game by the end nah, of the year. I, I won't be surprised. I- He's playing with fucking Victor Oladipo off the bench now. He ain't playing with Gabe Vincent no more. I just peeped. R.J. Barrett is not even on this list. Damn. (laughs) (laughs) Yo. But Kevin Herter is. Oh, my gosh. They got Davion Mitchell on here, but not Anthony Simons. Hmm. Wait, no, 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 no. Let me not even say that. They got Taylor Horton Tucker on here, but not Anthony Simons. Isn't THT older than Anthony? As Anthony Simons dogs the Lakers. As Anthony Simons gave them like 35. Taylor Horton Tucker is better than Anthony Simons, y'all. Yo, where's Jordan Poole? I can see why Jordan Poole wasn't on the list. Like I, no, said, I, I can see why he wasn't, but I can't see why Kevin Herter's on here, but Jordan Poole's not. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like I said, Jordan Poole's definitely better than Kevin Herter, but I can see why – I can honestly see why neither of them should be on the list. Like, honestly uh-huh, – R- Bro, honestly, R- this, R- is, this is – Honestly, this is another – another. Nah, the fact that they have Cole Anthony over Darius Garland is so wild. Honestly, Cole Anthony is not the best guard on his team, right? Well, he's putting up the best numbers because he's putting up the most minutes, but he's not the best guard on his team right now. Best guard on the team, in my opinion, is Marco Fultz. Yeah, it's by by far it's Marco Fultz. <laughs> like it ain't close, but because Markel's coming off an injury, like yeah. playing fifteen minutes a game, he's still putting up like almost thirteen a game despite the minutes restriction. Like Markel Fultz is easily the best guard on this team, but shoot, I would have put Markel over, uh, over uh, Cole Anthony. Being real, like you would have put, I would have put him over easily. You know what I just realized, and like not even paying attention to shit. It is three thirty in the morning. <laughs> nah, bro, it's it's one thirty where I'm at. See, yeah, y'all are like you in the fucking Midwest, bro. I didn't even think like that. Ass did not think about it. it is it's three thirty in Florida? Yeah, it's three thirty on the East Coast right now. Yo, I dad ass didn't even think about that. Like, I'm not even feeling tired. I'm like, like yo, said, that bro, know. that yo, that oh my goodness. Because what's the call? Whenever you asked me, you were like, "Yo, where you at?" I, I was like, "Yo, it's nine o'clock." Like, what you mean? I was like, "Nah, nigga, it was like ten thirty over here." I, I didn't like. I didn't. I forgot that you was in. Uh, bro, I forgot I, too, I bro. Like, I, 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 keep, I, I keep thinking everybody's on my time. I'm like, yo, like, yeah. <laughs> I, I think you had texted me. It was like over here. It was like 8:30, and I was still doing something. I was like, what? what? Uh, yeah. I, I was like, am I missing something? Yeah, but then, I, yeah, I forgot. I forgot that you you over in the Midwest. Nah, I ain't gonna nah, get. Nah, I forgot, bro. I, I should have planned earlier, bro. No, nah, I feel you though, cause like shit, and I didn't even think about it. Cause like, damn, I didn't even get my hair twisted today. I got my shit got canceled last fucking minute. For real, yeah. So I gotta shit. I get my mom to do it tomorrow, but because like she's the only one that's gonna do it for free. Bro, nah. Yeah. These, these people that be twisting hair, they bro. I remember when I went to go get my hair twisted. The lady charged me like sixty dollars. Oh hell no, nah, bro. 
honestly, I can't sit. I can't sit for more than thirty. Realistically, nah, fine. I'm not I'm sitting in your chair unless it's thirty. Thirty. Uh, uh, 40 because like it does take a long ass time and then you want me to pay it for that shit wait why why does bismack Biombo train on twitter or do you even just training at all bismack Biombo was trending on twitter i saw when it was it wasn't even on twitter but like our sports on sports it was like the people that were trending was like bismack Biombo, josh hart uh, oh, because Bismack Biombo decided to uh, donate his salary to build a hospital in the homeland of the. the uh, oh yeah, right. I saw that. I saw right. it last night. All right, so that's that's what's up. But it, yeah. it, it's like Patrick Beverly. But then it's like Jordan Poole who's churning because like three hours ago he dropped like thirty or something. He dropped him and Clay dropped like thirty plus each. And I'm like, no, nah, but that's no. Nah. First, that game was hilarious as hell too because I'm like. They really like. I, I'm not. I, I don't really bite on like you know comebacks like, like that. But it's like it was like a twenty something point game, and then like the Bucks cut it to thirteen. I'm like, there's no way, right? And then Clay top. First of all, Clay not nah, Clay dead ass was playing like out of his fucking mind today. I don't know what Clay th- Yo, oh my goodness. Like and most of those came in the first half. Like he hit like. Four threes in like two minutes in the first, in the second quarter. Oh my oh, gosh! You like Nah, he, Warriors are scary, bro. They are. Curry, Curry wasn't even Curry today, and they were still like giving dudes like the fucking business. I'm about to say Curry had eight points, bro. I mean, but he didn't shoot the ball that much because he didn't have to. He didn't have to. Like I said, it was Jordan Poole, Clay, and then, Thompson, and then now Jonathan Kaminga is coming into his own. Wiggins, exactly. Jonathan Wiggins putting up double doubles and shit off the bench. Even Damani Beats would be a little to do his best Draymond impression. Like, nah, the war, the Warriors are. I, I feel like either the Warriors or the Nets are the team to beat. I'm saying it's the Warriors. As much as I would love, I I want the Suns to win the ring so damn bad. It's gonna I, be Golden State. Golden State's winning that ring. Honestly, I, we never know. The Suns, the Suns. Mm. I want the Suns to win so bad. Like I love, genuinely love this team so much because, like, literally, it's similar to how the Warriors are—not similar, but like, basically how the Warriors are when it comes to like any anybody could go off. Like we just saw fucking Camp. camp shit, I just smacked my leg. But Cam Johnson, we just went off for forty. Like shit, like that happens. Nah, I'm about to say, I, bro. That nah, he was on one, bro. The, the honestly, it was just it was, the Knicks' defense is just that bad. That <laughs> but that like, bro, it, bro, it, and it was crazy because I was watching the highlights for that game, and they left him open so many times. Literally, just him, just coming off, not even coming off a of pit and screens on nobody. Nobody was getting screened. I'm literally, about to, no, I'm about to say he's literally just just moving without the ball. Is that? It's again a fundamental thing, but. And honestly, that honesty, that's like twenty-one out of thirty-eight points right there, just from say, either. But listen, bruh, the, and most of the threes he shot were wide open, wide ass open. Like nobody else in the fucking screen ass open, bro. Literally, nobody within twenty feet from him almost. Just which, he just which is, like, three. which is like so like New York mix, <laughs> honestly. And it, again, it basically in the same mold as the Lakers is like 
they built all every last move they made was to win right now, and they ain't winning right now. <laughs> like realistically, like outside uh, of RJ, no, honestly, if I'm LeBron, I'm gonna just try to go for the scoring title. That's that's what you should do. Go out and go get sixty every night, bro. I don't even care if you win. Just go get sixty. They shit. He about to pass a. Uh, Carl Malone on the scoring list. Yeah, he probably gonna pass it within like the next couple games. This shit, people saying he gonna do it in the next two games. He got, I think it was like one twelve, I think one sixteen or something like that. That he has the pass and shoot, he might get it in two games. The way he's been hooping. I'm about to say, nice, bro. If LeBron has another fifty point game, bro, I don't, I don't want to hear any like, bro. He might go up on my scores list. (laughs) Hey, because you got, you got to think about it. When yeah. We talk about players being able to drop 50 whenever they want. The fact that this man is 37, and if he averages 30 this year, he's basically just, like, re like rewrites a whole lot of narratives that he could literally win a scoring title. He could have won a scoring title whenever he wanted to throughout his whole career. Facts. He's still doing this while still putting up the same assists, by the way. I'm just letting you know that. He's still nah, getting facts. that seven assists a game while averaging 30. Playing with the worst spacing of all time. And like I said, basically, like Russell Westbrook and no help, fucking AD, no help, being injured, playing with old ass Dwight Howard, basically playing center, bro. LeBron is playing center right now. Which is correct, bro. Yo, what? LaMelo already has 2,000 points, 700 rebounds, and 700 assists before turning 21? Shit. Eh, that actually sounds about right. Oh the shit, Luca probably passed that in his rookie year. To be honest with you, nah, facts. <laughs> <laughs> bro. Nah, people, yo, Luca's rookie year was cool, bro. It's crazy that he wasn't an all star. Honestly, like he could have, he really could have been all. Like, I mean, the team sucked, so that kind of that's kind of why. But it's like, well, honestly, he didn't even suck. They was just like, they nah, were... Luca. Luca was an all NBA talent in his rookie year. Yeah, like I said, he really could have. I think it, was, it mostly had to do with like play, like like they were still a playoff team, but it was like they were like fighting for the AC type shit. Facts. So like they nobody really cared, but it's like shit. He kind of honestly been, and it it also doesn't help that it was like he's playing. He's also like basically playing in like a, a mini market where it's, it's like Dallas is like cool. Like they got the the you know Mark Cuban and, and the dirt shit. But reality, like nobody's really paying attention to him over at like LA, like Chicago, New York, et cetera, et cetera. No, nah, oh God. But all right, bro. I'm about to use the bathroom. All right, my Because it was it's one forty over here. I know yes, you it. said it's three forty over there. Yeah. Nah, this 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 been this been another one for the ages, bro. I can't lie, this been a Oh yeah, conversation, bro. Hey, honestly, I might not. I might not even cut nothing out, bro. This, like I said, I'm. I can't. I, there's nothing I can cut out because this is four hours of just quality ass talking. I'm about to say, bro, and that's the craziest thing, bro. That's that's one thing a lot of people can't say they can do is just talk straight, quad, like just straight fire for four hours, bro. For, literally for four hours. Not but a lot honestly, of people can do that. Nine four minutes, honestly, bro. Because it's going. To, some, some people can't. Some people can barely hold conversations for five minutes. Honestly, and literally, it it doesn't even have to be about a specific topic. 
it could just be just small talk for five minutes. Most people can't do that. I don't, bro, that just speaks to like people's personalities too. Facts, bro. Like just, I can't just I can't, dull people. That's what I. That's what I do try to do in the pod. On the on the like for most podcasts, I try to keep it like. At, I I I'm sometimes I do ramble. Admittedly, I do ramble. Like you even here, like I was rambling like a motherfucker one day. No, but but, like, it, but it's not even rambling because everything that comes out of your mouth, I mean, it's it, it's quality. I hey, I fuck with that. Like I, I like I genuinely can't. Honestly, hey, I do. I definitely do it for like the the non basketball episodes. I do. It, and again, I know it's not rambling, but it's like I do. I do go off on like not even not even on a tangent. Honestly, it's just I. It's like I, I will be on a topic for a smooth ten minutes and not even realize it's been ten minutes already. Nah, facts. That's, <laughs> how, that's how I'm like. Okay, I do the same thing and just be talking, bro. But it's like you enjoy talking about it so much. It's so easy. Exactly. It just it comes with you, you like really with, just you just lose you just lose track of time just talking about it, bro. Exactly. Like I said, it, I genuinely did not realize it. it was like almost three thirty. Well, I probably should have realized it when the, the Warriors game ended at like twelve. Like that that kind of like probably should have put it. Bro, literally, because <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here watching TV and uh, all like literally all college like I've been clicking through college basketball games until I found like the latest one and the last one just ended. And I'm like, yo, what time is it? I'm like, yo, it's like it's mad late right now. I'm like, what, what's going on? I'm sitting <laughs> watching like an ESPN thirty for thirty. I'm Shit, like, I'm trying to like, on, on, like, on, like, right, right now. I want to find something right now just to put on, like, cause chances are I'm probably gonna sleep in the office cause like I got games to catch up on in the morning. But like, facts. I'm probably end up sleeping in here honestly, cause I don't, I don't like sleeping in here because it's like. This chair is genuinely uncomfortable, so I can sit in. But like, I'm probably gonna end up sleeping in it. I gotta, I'm gonna like reclining or whatever. Nah, I feel that though. I don't even feel like getting up. <laughs> I got a lot of NBA to catch up to do. I, I missed, I missed a lot. Facts. It's like shit. The Utah game looked like it was halfway decent. Like the shit. I seen Jordan Clarkson dropping 45. I might go look like. I might just go look for like highlights. I'm not even gonna like go watch a full game because no, I'm de- I'm definitely probably gonna watch a full game and see what went wrong and why Jordan Clarkson has 45 points. I mean, it's the king, so it's like there's a reason why. But... <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Well, there's the answer. <laughs> Shit. Um, yeah, it's the king. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna just watch the highlights then. Yeah, shit. Even I don't nah, I want to watch. I genuinely want to watch the full game, the Portland game, bro, just to see this Josh Hart 44 bullshit. <laughs> Nah, I'm definitely gonna watch that. That's definitely gonna be a game I I, I check in on. Like legit, I do want to see what the fuck goes on here. Uh, Indian Indiana is first. I could not care less about, bro. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm not going. I don't give a shit. <laughs> fuck that. I will save ten minutes and not watch that fucking game, bro. But it's so crazy because how does Josh Hart score forty four? 44 fucking points, bro. 40. In an, in, in an NBA game, this ain't even in like any type, bro. I don't think Josh Hart ever even scored 44 in college. I know this man didn't score 44 in college because this man played at Villanova. You know, they don't, there's no, Villanova ain't about stars, bro. You know, it's, the, it's a team thing. I'm about to say, Villanova is team, 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 team. That's fucking, oh, like, 27 Villanova. I'm trying to, genuinely, what was this man's career high? 
2017 basketball to the Nova roster. 2016, 2017. Uh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, uh, this low key, not even thinking about it. This team was actually pretty fucking stacked. <laughs> nah, even, they had McCall Bridges, Jalen Brunson, Dante DiVincenzo as a freshman, Eric Pasco, Phil Booth. It was like he played in G League, but like, like, bro, to have that many was, NBA players on one team is actually like insane. Facts, and it's not, and it, and it not be like fucking Duke or the Kentucky or some shit. But yeah, Josh Hart College. Oh, this shit just crashed. All right, bro. All right, bro. I'm definitely about to use the bathroom because I've been all right, my this junk for about an hour. All right, bet, but bro. we de- we definitely got to do this again soon, bro. Oh, oh, for sure, man. Like I said, you know where to hit me up, bro. Like I'm telling you, facts. You have an open invitation to this this podcast, no matter when, where, what, bro. I'm telling you for sure, bro. But uh, what's called? I'm, I'm gonna be back. I'm probably I'll probably hit you up like within like the next two weeks because. I'm trying to start picking back up on like podcasting more, like you know, just working on like different different hobbies other than you know spending my time on stuff that doesn't matter, like social media and stuff like that. Facts, bro. Like I said, if like I said, you have legit an open invitation. Honestly, like legit, we've talked about it since la- like the last like three times we've been here. We dad has got to get like the four the four of us. Nah, on. facts. I'm I'm definitely about to work on that, bro. I'm about to sit down mm-hmm. and like. Plan my schedule out and everything. Just work on it, bro. But Word. I, I'm gonna definitely, I'm gonna definitely hit you about it. I'm gonna give you like a detailed plan of what we're gonna talk about and when. Yeah, oh, for, like for sure, for sure, bro. Like I'm telling you. And then, that, you know, that I, I, honestly, honestly, I got some plans I want to talk to you about uh, whenever we end this. Oh yeah, for sure. Like, like just like, me and you over, over the summer, bro. I, yeah, I, I got something cooking up, but. Shit, I'm gonna be in. I might. Be, I'm probably gonna be in Virginia for the for the summer. So like, we could do like like a video joint. Cause shit, I got my camera. Bro. This is supposed to be YouTube, but like, I ain't Bro. starting. Hey, yeah. matter of fact, tomorrow 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 morning, whenever I wake up, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you with the plan because I gotta plan it out right before I go to bed. But all right, I'm a, I'm a, I'll, I'll I'll talk to you soon. We'll we'll definitely talk soon, bro. We talk all the time. Oh yeah. Definitely, definitely, bro. But all right, bro. Stay up, bro. I appreciate you, know, you having me on here, man. As always, man. You appreciate you being on. All right.